This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Raiders! Oakland, LA, Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever! You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave, taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride! Here we go! Love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Way up the middle, intercepted to the piano at the 50, high running down, Houston football, and I think Houston victory. The Raiders have scored on the most famous, unbelievable, absolutely impossible dream of a play. Well, I love this team. I think this team can win. I think this team can What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 199 of Raiders Fan Radio here live in Murph's Fan Cave and appreciate each and every one of you that are checking us out uh, uh, either via the podcast when you uh, when you can check us out on any podcast service just by searching for Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave. Or if you're watching on the Facebooks, thank you to all of you that are out there on the Facebooks right now. Uh, thank you to all of you on the Twitch and, uh, and and especially here uh, on the YouTube, live on the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube right now. That's right. Go to the YouTube, and you can catch us every week at YouTube.com slash Murph's Fan Cave. That's M-U-R-F-S Fan Cave also. And uh, thanks, everybody, that's live in there tonight in the chat, the absolute slam dunk, best chat room in all of Raider Nation. I can't scroll up, but Todd Clements is in there. Kevin, the Raider nerd. Ron, the Mayor Raider, always holding it down. Uh, we carrying his big old band hammer around, so if any Chiefs fans get on Ruly in there. Uh, Ron handles the business for us. Uh, Superdeuce is in there. The numbers. Jason Marshall. 
Uh, who else? Kevin the Raider Nerd, Chris Rubio, uh, Tommy Anthony, Lalo Meloso is in there. Uh, Michelle Sweat, of course. What's up, Michelle? Uh, Atticus B. Rockin', uh, Trinidad, our buddy, good buddy Trinidad. B-Dog in a Pasture is in there. So many great folks there joining us in the chat room, and thank you to all of you that are, are active in the chat or if you're just hanging out on the YouTube like my boo, Max. What's up, boo? Uh, she's usually hanging around in there uh, watching the show live, and so uh, we thank each and every one of you. Um, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider just checked in. What's up, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider? Damage Inc., Raider Nation Scotland. What's up? Got the... Uh, the uh, uh, the European contingent checking in over there, and uh, of course we love our 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 friends. I was gonna say our folks, our friends. They're all other yeah, folks and our friends across the pond. And thank you for you uh, checking us out here tonight. All right, uh, so it's a podcast selfie at least for now. Mosh has uh, some work stuff that he's he's he's, do, he's doing. He's got rehearsal tonight, so if he gets out in time and gets here to the fan cave, uh, I've got of course his Dominicos waiting for him here on, on his desk, and uh, and Uncle Mosh will jump in. But unless Mosh gets here, then it's just uh, just you and me. So it's just uh, yeah, you and uh, in the chat and, and me here in the, in the cave, and and that's it. Nobody else. That's it. Just, just us. Merv, Swag Jeff, and who's the third guy? There is no third guy tonight, but we are going to hear from my good buddy Swag Jeff here in just a little bit. Um, all right, just a couple of reminders for you of ways that you could support the show. I mentioned all the ways you can watch us. You can uh, uh, just, just if you don't mind, if you got a, got a second, take your finger, put it on the thumb. Thumbs up it. Like the video. Subscribe. Uh, hit the bell. Smash the bell as the kids say. Never miss an episode of Raiders Fan Radio, which we typically do on Wednesday nights uh, at 6 p.m. Central, 7 Eastern, and 4 Pacific time. So definitely check us out uh, if you don't mind that way and support us in that fashion. Um, you can also support us by... Uh, we're doing some fundraising. Uh, we have a foundation that I started with Raider Cody uh, last year, and it is called the One Nation Foundation. And that One Nation Foundation does giveaways every once in a while. And uh, and so we... Uh, uh, through the giveaways, raise money, and we give it to Raider-related charities. And uh, this giving season, we're giving it to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. So um, we are giving away an autographed Fred Bolitnikoff jersey, like a a stitched freaking Fred Bolitnikoff jersey with his autograph on it. It's awesome. And um, to participate in that, all you got to do is go to onenationfoundation.net. That's onenationfoundation.net. And for every $10 you uh, donate, that will get you an entry into the like raffle, right? And so uh, we'll pick a name at random, and then whatever name we pick, you get the autographed Fred Bolitnikoff jersey. But that's not it. I'm going to hook you up in the meantime because, look, we got swag around here. We got plenty of swag. People send us stuff. We got our own stuff. We got all kinds of stuff. And we like to share our stuff with you. So if you go to the video on the YouTube channel... Right, and you look at the latest video or until this one, but anyways, just look at our little videos and you'll see a jersey giveaway. And basically, it's the announcement of me um, telling you how to go out and win the Fred Bolitnikoff jersey, the autographed Bolitnikoff jersey. But if you just go to that video and like it and make a comment randomly, I'm gonna pick somebody to send this. This is a replica jersey, it's just the uh, you know, the NFL pro line. You know, the vintage NFL Pro-Line jersey, you know? There you go. Uh, it's an extra large. 
And uh, this is what I used to wear when I was an extra large, but I never, uh, I used to be an extra large and now I'm not. So I bought this jersey and I never wore it. I have a smaller Mitchell and Ness jersey that I, a uh, Blitnikoff jersey that I wear. But anyways, so we're giving away the autographed one. But if you just like that video and, and thumbs or, um, and comment on it, I'll pick somebody random and send you the Blitnikoff jersey. Okay, fair enough. So you get swag just for trying to get swag. And then I got something else for you. This is something else that somebody's going to win something super cool. All right, we're at like 2,700 and change uh, subscriptions here on the channel. It'd be cool to get to 3,000. That'd be a cool landmark, right? I love you, 3,000. Um, it'd be cool if we could get to 3,000. And so to entice you to help us get to 3,000, between now, which is we'll just say 2,700, between 2,700 and 3,000, so that's 300 people, okay? The next 300 subscribers to the channel, I'm going to pick one at random, and I'm going to send you this. This is an autographed Josh. I don't know if you can see it because the, the computer screen. Let me see. Let me try to angle it. There we go. That's an autographed Josh Jacobs picture. This is called the Spotlight Series that comes from uh, Fanatics. And it's got the hologram verification on it. It's real. Right? There you go. I bought it at Fanatics because Fanatics is a huge supporter of us here at Raiders Fan Radio. So I bought it at Fanatics. And I'm going to send that to you. So... I don't care if you make up a new account, use a new email address, whatever. What if so people that are already subscribed to the channel, doesn't matter to me. I just want to get us to 3,000 because that's a cool number. And I'm going to pick somebody. So tell your Raider friends, whoever, and, uh, one of those next 300 people, I'm going to send you this autographed uh, Josh Jacobs spotlight uh, picture. Okay, fair enough. Cool. So Belenikov jerseys. Josh Jacobs autographs and pictures. We're sending you all kinds of stuff here uh, from the fan cave and appreciate all of you for supporting us the way that you do. Thank you for the monetary donations in the super chat. Aaron, the Q dog Raider already with the 1911 uh, contribution there. That of course, uh, in remembrance of his um, fraternity, Omega sci-fi, which was founded in 1911. Speaking of that, Aaron, Hey, I know, you know, people, and I know Zach Crockett was a Q dog also. Zach Crockett would be cool to get on the show. I'm just saying, Zach Crockett, number 32, one of my all-time favorites. And uh, I thought of that the other day, Aaron, because of the signing of Kenyon Drake. And Kenyon Drake and Zach Crockett have a lot of similarities, I think, in their play. And so, uh, anyways, that'd, that'd be really cool. So, not to task you with anything about going and helping us get guests, but Zach Crockett's the man. He'd be cool to talk to. So, anyways, thank you, Aaron, for that 1911 contribution. And, uh, and 100% of that money... We'll go to the One Nation Foundation, which in turn supports, of course, the Bolitnikoff Foundation coming up. And uh, so anyways, all right, enough housekeeping there. Uh, we got a lot of cool stuff to get to tonight. We're going to talk about, uh, we got some respect to give, a lot of respect to throw around tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about the Raiders news. We're going to give you an update on the players that have signed and kind of the re-signs, kind of where that's going. Then we got some fun stuff. We're going to check in with Max Crosby and busting with the boys. Now, then we're going to get to the Sea of Fans uh, mailbag, and we're going to listen to your voicemails, and we're going to uh, read your emails, and uh, we're going to hear from the best in Raider Nation as we do each and every week. So anyways, appreciate all of you um, doing that. And so let me go ahead and hit a break, and then we're going to come back with the significance of 199. What's up, everyone? This is Maurice Hurst from Las Vegas Raiders, and you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff. Just win, baby. Thanks. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Will Compton. You're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with my boys, Murph, Swaggy Jeff, 
and Uncle Mosh. Tune in because they f***ing put out a banger podcast. All right, so it's episode number 199. And uh, actually, before I get to that, I will tell you this. I think we are on track for episode number 200 to be back with everybody here. So that will be myself. It will be my best friend, Swag Jeff, and uh, the legendary Uncle Mosh, my uncle in real life, and the best co-host, and both these guys are the best co-hosts in the biz. But look forward to having both of them in the studio. I think at that point, all the vaccinations will be, everybody will be past their second dose, um, and so we should be good there. And also, we're going to welcome in Jeff Murphy from Domenico's, and so we're thinking that's going to be in the next within the next two or three weeks. Uh, and then before that show, we're gonna, we got draft stuff coming at you. We've got a uh, RFR is tripping. Myself and Swag Jeff, we're headed to the casino in a, in a, in a couple of weeks, and we're going we're gonna to do an RFR is tripping. So lots of stuff to come from us. And, um, uh, but then that 200 show, that should be a lot of fun. So please, uh, for those of you that, that join us regularly, please be there for that one. That's going to be cool. We're gonna, well, in fact, we want to hear from a lot of you uh, around 200. So um, we, we want to like, take live calls. Like, it'll probably be an, really a non-scripted show. Like We won't do the big format that we usually do and all that stuff. We'll probably just get on and start talking about the Raiders and then hear from you live. And, you know, and, and maybe get some, you know, maybe we get Sonny on, if we get Aaron on, Mojo, the, all the names you're familiar with around here, that was, sure would be cool. Uh, and, and even if you can just call in, we want to hear from you. So expect that for number 200. But anyways, this is 199. So while we're on episode number 199, um, my good friend and yours, Swag Jeff, always takes our episode number and ties it back to something significant within Raider Nation. So let's check in with Swag Jeff and see what's significant about the number 199. What's up, Raider Nation? It's your boy, Swag Jeff, coming at you with episode number 199 of Raiders Fan Radio. Every week, Swag Jeff takes a significant moment in Raider history and ties it back to the episode number. In this episode, 199, we are going back to the 2011 season. An emotional year, with Hugh Jackson at the helm. He coached the Raiders to a win, thanks to Michael Huff in a divine interception game against the Texans to seal a win a day after our godfather, Al Davis, passed away. Of course, one week later, Jason Campbell goes down with an injury. This season, which had high hopes, turned sour with one of the biggest bust trades in NFL history, which brings me to 199. Number three, Carson Palmer. One of two players which Swag Jeff has a real personal hatred for, the other, of course, being Antonio Brown. In 2011, the Raiders traded away every draft pick ever to get the recently retired Carson Palmer, a.k.a. the pick six king, a.k.a. stupid jerk face as he's known around the Swag House. In 2011, Carson Palmer wrecked the rest of the season by throwing for 2,753 yards 13 touchdowns, and a whopping 16 interceptions in just 10 games. That year, Carson Palmer completed 199 passes. Whatever. Goodbye. (laughs) Good job, Swaggo. All right, boys and girls, pay attention. You got your old Uncle Mosh here with an update. 
That's right. I got some stuff for you. Take out a piece of paper, a pencil, a pen. Ah, heck, use your pocket knife and carve the info into your dashboard (laughs) as you're driving down the highway. First off, you need to like us on our fan page on Facebook. That's right. Go to Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. Don't forget about the Twitter. You know your old Uncle Mashi twits now. That's right. Go to at Raiders Fan Radio. Also, don't forget the Instagram at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about our website? That's right, RaidersFanRadio.com. Heck, if you want to, you if you want to, if you want to, you can even email us show at RaidersFanRadio.com or call us on the Raiders Fan Radio Hotline, 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. Don't forget Merv's Fan Cave on the YouTube where you can get all the show links like the Fan Club Blitz with Splatterhead and Fitz. Find all our stuff on podcast providers like Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. All right, did I hit the time limit? Good. All right, appreciate everybody that's in the chat there tonight. Aaron, I appreciate, the, again, the donation. Uh, and he says this donation is submitted uh, on his late mother's birthday in loving memory of Deborah Greenfield. So uh, much respect to your mom and, uh, and, and appreciate the donation, of course. Uh, Tide Raider also with a $4.99 donation. Thank you, man. He says uh, all love and respect. He's about to start driving, but I'm listening. Yeah, listen, don't watch. But I uh, appreciate Tide Raider. And, again, all that money. Uh, from both those guys, we'll go to the One Nation Foundation supporting uh, the Blitnikoff Foundation. And don't forget, man, just go to that YouTube video. It's the one right before this on our channel. Watch it. Comment on it. I think there's only people, 30 people so far that have commented on it. And you can win uh, the replica jersey. Or if you if you donate, then you can win uh, maybe potentially uh, the autographed uh, official Fred Blitnikoff jersey. So uh, appreciate those two guys. Appreciate the donations. Appreciate Raider Godzilla in the chat. Appreciate the Big Easy. Appreciate Zeke. Uh, appreciate B-Dog. B- uh, Big Easy says uh, his son is, is now uh, starting to watch Star Wars and has appreciation for it. That's good parenting. Uh, raise them right, raise them Raiders, and raise them Star Wars fans. Uh, appreciate Michelle Sweat. Uh, appreciate, uh, of course, Aaron is in there. Uh, Tider Raider, Big Easy. B-Dog in a pasture. Ron the Materator holding it down. Storm is in there. Uh, Anthony Provencio is in there. Uh, appreciate everybody. And so, all right, let's kick this thing off. Um, we like to give respect around here. First segment we're going to do tonight is respect. Uh, we don't do props. We don't do shout-outs. There's nothing wrong with those things. But, uh, you know, we like to give respect. So I want to give respect to uh, to three guys uh, today, and uh, first off, I want to give respect to Donald Penn. I want to give respect to Big Donald Penn, a guy that held it down at left tackle for a, a, a you know good while uh, with with the Raiders. You know, of course, had a good career in Tampa Tampa Bay as well, but. Um, you know, really, he was kind of like uh, our rock there at left tackle, especially during the, you know, the success of the 2016 season. And really, that whole offensive line that we had uh, during 2016 was just beast, you know, um, except for maybe Millenick Watson or Austin Howard or whoever the turnstiles were over there at right tackle. But the other four guys uh, were incredible. And so uh, I want to give him respect because he sent out a tweet and it kind of shook some people, myself included that he sent a picture out out front of the Raiders Las Vegas facility. And he was like, I don't forget it said like back in black or something like that. And everybody was like, Oh my gosh, you know, here's this guy. He's like 37 years old. He's been retired for a while. Like now the Raiders are going to think about signing him. Like what the heck? Like, especially after this craziness that's gone on with our offensive line, this, this off season already. 
And so it's like, this is what we're doing. <laughs> we're bringing back Donald Penn. Well, yeah, the Raiders did bring him back for one day so he could retire as a Raider. And so like much respect, much props, absolutely much props and respect to, to Donald Penn for doing that. Uh, you know, super cool, man, that this guy had this really long history with the, with, uh, in the NFL and he chose to retire a Raider. And so, uh, Hey, he's one of the ones that's uh, once a Raider, always a Raider. Right. So, um, so good stuff there from, from Donald Penn, you know, some of the other guys, you know, once a Raider, always a Raider. I don't know. Malik Collins. Is he? I don't know. I don't think so. Like, I know that was what Al said. Once a Raider, always a Raider. And, you know, if Malik Collins gets inducted into the Hall of Fame, someone from the Raiders will want to claim him. But, you know, I don't think so. Anyways, but Donald Penn, much respect. Um, but also, I want to give respect to uh, MMA, to uh, my, my buddy Swag Jeff's all-time – well, I say all-time. I'm joking. But all-time favorite quarterback – and that, and as, as he would say, uh, Marcus wears number eight because he's twice as good as four. Uh, <laughs> jokes. Um, but yeah, the, the, uh, Marcus Mariota, man. Much respect to him for uh, this latest contract restructuring to where, you know, he was carrying a pretty hefty price tag for the Raiders in excess of $10 million. And uh, now is restructured down to like $3 million, which is, you know, about where you want to spend for your, uh, for your backup quarterback. Um, but not only like, is it a team friendly deal and was it like good for Marcus? I mean, or excuse me, good for the Raiders, but it was good for Marcus. He does have a no trade clause inserted in there. So the Raiders can't just send him anywhere. He gets to call his shot. Um, but that also works in his favor too, because maybe he just wants to be a Raider for one more year, earn his $3 million. The Raiders are thrilled to have him on the roster as a backup to Derek Carr. Should some, should Derek go down and, uh, and we know Marcus can clearly come in and play well. We saw that last year against the Chargers. Um, but then also, the, the salary cap next year is going to rocket up. I don't know if you guys saw the latest uh, TV deals for the NFL, but I mean, it was like a $10 billion contract or something. So, you know, in this year of COVID, you know, the, the salary cap is like 180 some odd million dollars. It's going to be well into the 200s next year. So teams are going to have money to spend so that's great for Marcus Mariota because likely he's not going to be a Raider. He knows then at that point he can really get selective about where he goes and he can command an incredibly high salary, especially if he goes in in relief of Derek at any point and plays at a high level. So it's really a win-win-win. It's, it's a win for us fans. It's a win for the Raiders. It's a win for Marcus Mariota. It's a win for Derek Carr. Like, you know, because Marcus is just a good dude and we're going to hear a lot from Marcus uh, or a lot about Marcus when we get to some clips later, but first let's hear from him. And I think this, look, if you can't root for this guy as a Raider, like as a Raider fan, I don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, that I think he should be the starting quarterback. I don't, I think Derek Carr should be our starting quarterback. Um, and there's no dispute there in my mind, Derek's the man. And so, uh, there's, there's, this is not a quarterback competition. Um, but still that said, like, Marcus is an amazing guy to have on your football team. Just listen to him. Like, listen to what he was saying here. And uh, this is absolutely incredible. I'm just excited to be a Raider. You know, everyone talks about Las Vegas being a ninth island. And for me, this is the closest I can get to playing for my hometown. And um, that in itself was just such a special opportunity. And I'm just excited to come back and get ready to go. Now, it was much publicized on what everyone was looking at was that 
you're the highest paid backup quarterback in the NFL and that you're the, the money that you're owed on your contract pre- presented some roadblocks and ultimately you take a pay cut to stay with the Raiders. And although you're a veteran who understands the finances of everything and understands the business side of things, is it still a frustrating process to go through to know that you're owed X amount of money, but ultimately you enter an- another year in the NFL having to take a pay cut? Well, I think at the end of the day, I just focus on controlling what I can control. Um, and that's the product in the field. So every single day I wake up, I train, I get ready to go. And at the end of the day, um, we're very blessed to play this game for a living. Um, a lot of us make a, a really good amount of money. And um, for me, I, I just love playing the game. And the excitement, the opportunity to be a Raider um, kind of over, overcame all of that. So um, to be here in Vegas, to be a part of this organization uh, meant a lot more to me. And I'm excited to be able to come back. I mean, that's that's exactly what you want to hear as a Raider fan, right? Like, what else could you possibly want to hear uh, out of, of one of the, the leaders of your team, you know? And and uh, listen, he's still a quarterback. He may not be the quarterback. Derek Carr is the quarterback, but he's still a quarterback. He's still going to be a leader on the team. And to have that kind of passion to be a Raider and to play in Las Vegas, and, like, I think it's it's great, man. I, I think it's fantastic. So much respect to Marcus for the restructuring. I understand there was a strategic play. I understand that it was going to benefit his career, but there was still, uh, you know, a sacrifice. He still gave up seven million freaking dollars. You know what I mean? So, and no, the Raiders didn't do him dirty. Like I've seen that narrative getting thrown around on social media. Like, oh, the Raiders waited until there was a soft market. And blah, blah. Look, first off, it's a numbers game. It's a business. It ain't show friends. It's show business. And Marcus knows that. But look, man, it's like, you know, they, they did him favors. Like, he's going to be in a, an incredibly uh, favorable and lucrative position next season. So, anyways, good stuff there. All right, one more to get to in terms of respect. Um, I want to give respect to Max. Max. Uh, we love Max around here. My boo, Max. The players, Max. Mojo's son, Max. We lo- Max is a, is a popular name around here. We love Max. Um, but in this case, I want to give props to Max Crosby uh, because he did something that was incredibly brave, I felt, and, uh, uh, and that is opening up and speaking um, very transparently about his struggles with addiction. Um, we've heard this from Darren Waller. Uh, in, in recent history, we know Waller's past and we know the, the obstacles that he has overcome, the struggles that he has worked through and the success that he has found. And now we're hearing a different story, but a similar story, a similar narrative from Max Crosby. And for any of you that have had addiction struggles in your life, or at least known people that have had addiction struggles, it's been prevalent in my family um, to the tune of where my uh, cousin Sonny is now a drug and alcohol addictions counselor. Uh, he was so uh, driven and compelled by the presence of addiction in our family. So it's, it's incredibly important for um, those that have a voice and a platform uh, to share their story. And, and that doesn't mean it's not always a requirement, but I think that it can do others so much good. And I just got tons of respect for people that can speak about it in a way where they're not hiding anything. They're not shying away from it. It's just, they're filleting themselves open and, 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 you know, and exposing it to the world. And in this case, I'm speaking about again, Max Crosby went on the bussin with the boys podcast, which is our good buddy, Will Compton went on, went on bussin and spoke about his addiction. Now we're going to share some other clips from Max on the bussin show that are freaking hilarious later on. But before we get to the fun and the frivolity of it, 
check this stuff out, man. This is, this is pretty cool stuff from Max. Uh, it's not cool that he went through this dark time in his life, but it is cool the recovery that he's made and to where he is now versus where he was then. I was just partying and I was drinking way too much. It got to a point where I was like, okay, what the f*** am I doing? I woke up one morning. I'm like, I, I, I need help. Like, I can't even. I was at a point where it was just, it was, I didn't, I had no management of my life. I was f***ing all over the place. So, um, yeah, so I went and got help. What happened that made you realize, like, though, this is fucking. I was lost. I was lost just mentally. I, I couldn't. I was so, just my decision making and my fucking. My priorities were so backwards that it was just like, okay, what am I doing? Like, I just had a great rookie year. I fucking, I have money to take care of myself. I have a beautiful house now in Vegas. Like, from the outside, everything looked fucking like you got it together. Like, oh, Max, life is fucking fucking awesome. He figured it out. He's got life under control. But inside, bro, I was fucking, I was dying, bro. I was lost. Man, pretty, pretty wild to hear him speak in those terms and, um, of course, we know that his production fell off in the in the in the in this back part of the second season due to a lot of injuries. But think about how well he was playing through this. Think about the things that he is he was overcoming and growing through, and still playing football. And this is the thing that a lot of times gets lost in us at fans is that these guys are freaking human beings, man. They have they have human conditions. They're you know they're they're fathers and they're they're sons and they're you know sometimes they're they they battle with family issues and sometimes battle with off the field issues like addiction and so to still carry through and to battle through that where we've seen addiction overcome so many folks in the NFL to the detriment of their career to have a guy like Max and and even a guy like Waller like grow and like be proficient in their career while they're dealing with this stuff. Like it's fascinating to me. Like that's, that's a level of inner strength that is just fascinating to me. And so much respect to Max Crosby, um, much respect to anybody that's willing to take that on, um, that, that battle with addiction in a way that's, uh, you know, again, very transparent. Don't, don't shy away from it and speak your truth, man. And, uh, and, and if you need help, seek it, man. And, and, and so anyways, great stuff from him, much respect there. And, uh, all right, man, let's go ahead and get to a break here. And then we're going to jump into some, we're going to jump into the fun stuff. We're going to jump into some fun news now and talk a little bit about some of these re-signings and, uh, and signings in the off season. Hey Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. Patrick Claybaum with NFL Network here. Hey folks, I know three things you might like. Do you like football? Do you like the Las Vegas Raiders? Do you like listening to things? I'll add a fourth. Do you like swag? Well, here we got Swag Jeff, Murph, Uncle Mosh. This is Raiders Fan Radio. All right, appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. So many folks in there. Mark Thompson is in there. B-Dog, uh, East LAJ. What's up, East LAJ? Uh, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider. Loyal to the Soil. Skips 1904. Uh, the Big Easy. Corey Fleck. Storm. Uh, Chevy Silver Raider. Blake 4311 is in there. I uh, can't scroll up. but Well, a little bit, but not all the way. <laughs> I just always say that. I can't scroll up, but I actually can a little bit. Um, oh! Oh! What's up, Raider Cody? 
Raider Cody is in the chat room, and Raider Cody bringing the bomb donation. First off, I want to, and I want to acknowledge all these donations too, because there's been so many. Capo already, Tider Raider a couple times, D the Sun with a five dollar donation. Thank you, D the Sun. Raider Rich, thank you for the five dollar donation. Raider Rich, one hundred percent of that money will go to the One Nation Foundation, where we are supporting the Bolitnikoff Foundation and uh, in this season of giving. And um, Raider Cody dropping a $49.99 on us, man. Thank you, Brother Cody, for that $50 donation, man. Um, that is awesome. And of course, you know where it's going. It's going to the to the foundation that you help co-found here, the One Nation Foundation, which is going to give it all to the Bolitnikoff Foundation. So thank you, Raider Cody. And thank you, everybody. Like, like amazing support. You know, we love your financial donations. If but just being part of it, giving us a thumbs up, giving us a like, sharing it with people, that's all we ask of you. But if you are able to give, um, just know this, that it will always go to a good cause. Uh, we gave to the Stabler XOXO Foundation. We gave to Allison King and her cancer battle. Now we're giving to Bolitnikoff. Next up, we got the Greater Youth Sports Association. Like We're all about sharing around here. And 100% of the money um, that we get, we give away. So, uh Awesome stuff from all of you, as I mentioned, and, and, and Cody with that recent uh, $50 bomb there in the chat room, in the, in the super chat. So thank you so very, very much. All right, let's talk a little bit about some Raider news. Um, so here's the here's the uh, the tracker. All right, so here's what we got in terms of player acquisition uh, here in 2021 in the offseason. Now, some of these are resigns, and then some of these are new acquisitions. Excuse me. So as far as the re-signs go, Derek Carrier, like it. Depth at tight end. Now that Witten's gone, uh, and and Moreau takes his 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 rightful spot as the uh, you know the second. Um, I like Derek Carrier coming in to be the third. Like Derek, I mean, he's still got a lot of speed, got good hands, good blocker. Like what all the things you want to see in a tight end, right? Um, and nobody's threatening Darren Waller for his job, uh, so it's nice to get him some uh, relief because he's going to see uh, by far most of the snaps. So good on Derek Carrier. Um, Zay Jones is a re-sign. You know, mixed, uh, I think, response to Zay Jones. But look, dude's a credible athlete, um, and I don't know if we've seen his ceiling yet. So I think that's – and that's probably where the Raiders are at is that they're like – you know, they're thinking that there's still probably more – to Zay Jones and him developing. Remember, wide receivers don't develop quickly. I don't know what year it is for Zay Jones in the league. Pardon me for that. What is he, four, maybe five? But you got to remember, like, it's rare that you get guys that come out of the gate. I know we had three last year that were rookies and balled out, but the more common development for wide receivers is over a few years, especially at least over two. Year two is where you really see them launch. That's why we're going to be looking for, for Mr. Ruggs this year. Um, Nathan Peterman uh, making that all next squad, man, you know, signing on to be the third quarterback uh, unless something happens with Marcus and he gets traded. Kendall Vickers uh, is a re-sign, a defensive end. Uh, I think that's a – listen – I judge a lot of these by player response. So when you see like Raiders like Max Crosby or you see, you know, Derek Carr, you see these guys on Twitter, what, how are they reacting to players getting signed or re-signed? And uh, that's a really good way, I think, to, to gauge it. And um, Kendall Vickers, everybody was excited to see Kendall Vickers coming back. And so I think that's, that's good, good depth player there. Jonathan Hankins, Big Hank. Now that's a solid one there. Um, look forward to seeing what Big Hank is going to do for us. Uh, Dolan Levitt, uh, Dolan Levitt, the local Nashville guy. Um, that's a good signing, I think, there as far as the depth play and also special teams. Theoretic at running back. 
interesting. I mean, now with the acquisition of Kenyon Drake, He's probably uh, third at best on the depth chart. Uh, we'll see how, where that goes, but it's definitely, look, you need, you need camp bodies. You need, you know, whatever. Um, so good, good one there. David Irving on the defensive end, uh, at defensive end at, or at least defensive line. Interesting there. We'll see where David Irving goes. Um, speaking of addiction and speaking of, of, of fighting through those things, um, I think that probably still some more ceiling left uh, for him. Very interesting. Here's my two favorite ones, though. I'll give you my two favorites. One is a homer pick and one is, uh, I think, an on-the-field pick. Nicholas Morrow. This was a guy that we weren't sure, like, if the Raiders were even sold on him just a couple years ago. Like, this was a guy that we were like, eh, you know, is he or isn't he? And then all of a sudden last year has an incredible season for us in a year where Nick Kwiatkowski and freaking Corey Littleton were supposed to be the ones that that balled out and, 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 and showed it at linebacker. All of a sudden, here comes number 50. And, um, man, I've, so great uh, job by him, obviously, and good on the Raiders for bringing him back, man. That, I think that's a solid play for us. Uh, love the Nicholas Morrow uh, re-signing. And then here's my favorite, Trent Sig. Right, Trent Sig signing on as the new, or not new, but again, long snapper for the Raiders. Uh, when Trent was on our show uh, a few weeks ago, the week before he was on Raider Cody's show, I'm just kidding. Um, but the week, but when we had him on, um, I made reference to you know the Raiders kind of had a big three for a good while. It was John Condo as a long snapper, Sebastian, Sebastian Janikowski is our place kicker, and Shane Leckler is our punter. These three guys now kind of remind me of that trio. Um, I know yet still unproven. I know, but when you look at the way that the the way it's trending, anyways, AJ Cole, Trent Sig, Daniel Carlson, like that might be our next special teams big three. I'm hoping it is. I'm rooting for it because I'm a Raider fan. Uh, I think that might be the way that it's going to go for us. So. Very good uh, on the Raiders to to re-sign Trent Sig. The other thing that's significant about Trent Sig, to make it too not too self-referential, but we've had like seven players, I think now, on Raiders Fan Radio that have come on this show, and six of them have all gotten cut or released or not re-signed, Will Compton included. And so Trent Sig is the first one to break the RFR curse. So thank you, Trent Sig, <laughs> for being the first Raider the first active Raider to come on this show and not get cut. So joining Will Compton on that squad is like EJ Manuel, uh, Obi Melifonwu, uh, uh, I don't even remember, uh, Andrew DePaulo. The guy that Trent Sig replaced, Andrew DePaulo, signed at the time the highest contract ever awarded a long snapper, got injured week one. And <laughs> thanks to the RFR curse. And then here comes Trent Sig. So, a little bit of poetry there. So anyways, uh, appreciate Trent for that. All right, new acquisitions. Um, I'll give you the, uh, the, the kind of the, uh, actually, before I do that, thank you very much, Big Easy, with a $10 donation in there in the super chat. Thank you so much, Big Easy. Um, that 100% of that money, as you know, will go to the One Nation Foundation, and we appreciate you, my friend. Um, that is incredibly kind of you. Thank you very, very much. Um, all right, so the, here's the new players. Uh, Darius Philon, don't know a ton about Darius, but welcome to the squad. Uh, look forward to seeing him play the defensive line. I think this is a depth play for us, um, which we certainly need. Lester Cotton Sr., like, somebody tell me if I'm wrong here. Lester Cotton was a Raider, like, not that long ago, right? Did he go somewhere and then come back? Like, anyways, but Lester Cotton Sr., congratulations, signed as a guard. Quentin Jefferson, interesting signing there. 
uh, signs on a defensive tech. A lot of the Raiders, I don't know who's going to play safety, but I hope one of them is one of these defensive linemen because we got 800 defensive linemen and um, like two safeties. Um, so Quentin Jefferson signs on. Solomon Thomas. Here's what I'm, I'm excited about. And I'll tell you why. I texted my brother, my dopey, dopey brother. And let me tell you why he's my dopey, dopey brother. It's because he's a Niner fan. Now, I don't know what happened. Somewhere along the way, the family gene mutated, and my brother came out a Niner fan. Okay? So, um, so being that he's such a big Niner fan, I texted him about Solomon Thomas, and I'm going to read you what he had to say. So I wrote, tell me about Solomon Thomas. What do we get? Because Solomon Thomas obviously was most recently a 49er. He says, you signed him? I didn't hear that, that where he went. He's a bust as a number three overall pick, but a solid rotational piece. He's not going to wow you with anything, but he's not a liability. He won't have number three overall pressure with you. So if you gave him a reasonable contract, you'll get what you paid for. If you gave him a big contract, he might be a liability. If you signed him as depth, he's a solid choice. If you signed him to be your main pass rusher, you might be in trouble. And I said, well, he's absolutely a, a, um, a depth play for us. And, and, and he was like, that's about what he needs to be. So I hope that doesn't disparage Solomon Thomas, if Solomon gets word of, of my comments here. Um, we would all be freaking fallen over thankful to be part of the NFL. So if you can come in for the Raiders and be a productive player, amazing. Like, I don't care where you got drafted. It doesn't matter to me. That's what me and Compton were talking about in Swag Jeff when Compton joined us here. It was like, it's silly to me the amount of importance that gets put on draft position after you've already been in the league. Like, who cares? Like, if you already had a career in the NFL, who cares why you were, where you were drafted? You know what I'm saying? Like, so anyway, Solomon Thomas, come on in here and ball out, man. We're rooting for you. Matt Dickerson, speaking of Compton, Compton's former teammate uh, with the Tennessee Titans, uh, also a defensive end. I don't know a ton about Matt Dickerson. I don't believe he got a ton of playing time with the Titans this year. Um, we reached out to Compton for, uh, for comments on him, have not heard back yet, but I don't know a ton about Matt Dickerson. But again, welcome to, uh, to Las Vegas, and are going to uh, hope the best for him, of course. All right, here's my three highlights, though. These are the ones that are my favorite. I'm going to go these down three to one. Number three of my favorites, John Brown. I'm fired up for John Brown. And the reason why is I think having John Brown and Henry Ruggs on the field at the same time as a Raider fan fires me up. Like this is speed kills all over again. These are the, remember the days when we had the fastest guys on the field. I know sometimes they had questionable hands, but we always had fast guys. That's why the Raiders have always been good on Madden. They've always been fast. So when you take now a guy that has pretty reliable hands, is really fast, and you add him to the team, and you add him to now the depth at wide receiver, look, Darren Waller's our number one wide receiver, or our number one receiver. So we don't need a wide receiver one per se. Yeah, I know it would be nice, and everybody was looking for the big splashy signing and all that. I think this is perfect, because Waller's the man. Everybody else falls in after that. So when we look at John Brown, he takes a three, uh, one year, $3.7 million with, with, the, with the Raiders after, after Aguilar, of course, departed. Um, it could be worth up to $5.5 million if he's a starter, There's a lot of, or, uh, you know, depending on his incentives. But look, this is a guy that started on two straight playoff teams, and he caught 105 passes for 1,500 yards in 24 games. Come on, man. Yeah, yes, more of that. I think this is an incredible signing 
We're going to have freaking dragsters for wide receivers. We're going to be bla- it's like stretch the field, man. Absolutely stretch the field. Open it up for underneath for Renfro to work for, of course, Waller to work. Like, I think this is awesome, man. I'm, ex- I'm fired up for that one. So that's my number three. Um, my number two favorite offseason acquisition is Kenyon Drake. So I mentioned Zach Crockett earlier uh, in, in, the, in the show. I wish I had Zach's. I thought I had him. Um, I thought I had Zach's stats. Let me see if I can pull him up here. I don't. I don't have him handy. But Zach's stats, when you look at what he did from like, you know, 99 to 2002, like he had a hand, I say a handful in comparison to, you know, Charlie Garner, whoever else was carrying the football. When you look at, he had a handful of, of, of carries, but a lot of touchdowns. He was the guy that you gave the ball to inside the five-yard line. And how many times have we seen that iconic 32 marching into the end zone, throwing up his Q-Dog sign like, I hope that's okay, Aaron, that I did that. I was doing that a reference to, to Zach. That wasn't me doing it. Because I know you got to be a Q-Dog to do the Q-Dog thing. Um, anyways, but we saw that. It was amazing. Like, he was great. One of my, I'm no kidding, like one of my favorite Raiders. Um, I love that idea that like, you know, inside the five, you give it to, you give it to Zach. For whatever reason, we don't see Derek Carr sneak a lot. You see 90-year-old Tom Brady sneaking all the time. It's not that Derek isn't athletic enough or strong enough to do it. I don't, I don't know why the Raiders don't sneak it more, but they just don't. So being that they don't, bring us a guy that's Mr. Short Yardage, man. I'm all about that. So I think Kenyon Drake is going to add an amazing compliment to the Raiders. Um, I think that he's your, obviously not even just inside the five yard line, but if you got that third and short and you need to get a first down, that's the guy that's going to do it. Arguably could do it that better than Josh Jacobs, you know, and, and because he's a lot, got a lot more power and strength uh, by all accounts. And not that Josh Jacobs is not strong and a got, you know, is, is, is a trucking type running back, but you got somebody like Kenyon Drake that's a little bit bigger bodied. And I think that, I think it's awesome. I just, anytime you can add an additional dimension to your offense, and I know that defense is supposed to be the focus, I get it. But when you can add a little bit different of a dimension uh, to your offense, to an offense that's already pretty loaded, I think it's badass, man. So I, I'm, I'm digging this one. I'm digging Kenyon Drake. I'm digging the Bama backfield. Uh, yeah, I live in Tennessee, but roll tide. Okay, so uh, I'll give you one more. And, and look, this should be everybody's absolute slam dunk favorite acquisition for the Raiders here in the offseason. And I'm talking about Yannick Ngakwe. So uh, linebacker Yannick Ngakwe, who uh, it says he's listed as linebacker, but playing in a 4-3, he's obviously going to be probably a defensive end type, but does it matter? Like defensive end, outside linebacker, they're all pretty much interchangeable nowadays the way that defenses are played. Um, he's joining the Las Vegas Raiders on Monday. Yannick Ngakwe agreed to a two-year, $26 million deal. First reported by Ian Rappaport, Raiders have agreed to fully guarantee $21 million with an additional $5 million that rolls into next month. Here's why that's worth it. Ngakwe trails only Aaron Donald. Yes, that Aaron Donald. All-world Aaron Donald. Arguably the best player at his position in the entirety of the NFL. An absolute dominant force. Can we all agree? Yes? Yes. He only trails Aaron Donald in pressure since entering the NFL in 2016, and he has generated more pressures than any Raider in the past four seasons. Now, if we roll the Raiders' clock back four seasons, who do we get to? The name that shall not be named. 52, right? So 52 in 2017 had 55 pressures, and Gakwe had more. He had 60. In 2018... 
Arden Key led the Raiders in pressures with 13. And Gakwe had 55 pressures in 2018. Max Crosby shows up and in 2019 has 42 pressures on the quarterback. And Gakwe still had more, 50. And then last year, Crosby again led for the Raiders with 29. And Gakwe had 43. He's only had one year of less than 50 quarterback pressures. And that was last year. That's why they gave him all that money. Like, this is a guy, look, and if you don't think, Raider Nation, that pass rush will benefit our secondary, I would encourage you to watch some more. Because this is going to, the coaching of Gus Bradley and the arrival of Yannick Ngakwe, I keep saying Ngakwe, Ngakwe, the arrival of, 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 of these guys, of this coach and this player, it's going to do wonders for our secondary before we ever even sign anybody. It's going to do wonders because these guys aren't going to have to cover for eight minutes while Ryan Fitzpatrick runs around there with his beard flowing in the wind looking for receivers downfield because he's going to have Yannick Ngakwe on his ass. So it's going to be amazing. I, I think this is an incredible free agent signing. I think that the Raiders, all these moves so far have been great. I don't think we're done yet. I think everybody sees the writing on the wall, and if you watch the video with Richard Sherman and John Gruden, you know that he's probably on the way over um, as a, either as a depth corner or potentially switch to free safety like Charles Woodson and so many other great corners do in the latter parts of their career. Um, so anyways, a lot of good stuff, I think, still to come from the Raiders, but already, man, I hope you're fired up. I'm fired up. I know I'm fired up every year. I'm kind of in the, in the bag for this. I mean, just look around. I'm, I'm kind of in the bag for it, but I think we really got some good stuff going. Um, I don't think the Raiders are an eight and eight team. I don't. I know Bill Parcells says you're you you know you are what your record says you are. I don't think we're eight and eight, man. I think that we're a handful of pieces and a decent defense, a middle of the road defense away from absolutely a playoff team, which is a necessity for the Raiders this year. Slam dunk have to be in the playoffs this year. So, uh, anyways, appreciate. Um, uh, what the Raiders have done and uh, appreciate everybody in the chat room tonight. Appreciate Franklin 83 in there with a $5 donation. Uh, also our buddy Tyrone Graves in there with a $5 donation, man. Y'all are the best, man. We, we never would ask you for monetary donations, but when we get them, we are so thankful for them. And 100% of that money will go to the, uh, to the one nation foundation. And for those of you that are just in the chat, man, that's, we, that's all we would ever ask of you. Please just thank you for, for tuning in. Thank you for being a part of Raiders Fan Radio. And, uh, you know, hit the like button. Hit the subscribe. Tell your friends. Win jerseys. Josh Jacobs autograph pictures. Anybody that was joining late, this is what we're giving away. Um, get us to 3,000 subscribers, or we're going to give away this autograph. Uh, Josh Jacobs picture. Um, so, anyway, so, so appreciate you. All right, uh, I'm going to go ahead and hit a break, and then let's listen to these guys. Instead of me hitting a normal break, I'm just going to hit the sound bites for them. Kenyon Drake, Josh Brown, uh, and and unique in Gakwe, uh, and hear about their experience becoming a Raider. Kenyon Drake, running back. My message to the Raider Nation is: um, I'm here. I'm excited to join the Silver and Black. I think about guys like Bo Jackson, Ken Stabler, Charles Woodson, guys with those type of names, and now to be a part of this tradition uh, means a lot to me. I'm real happy to to be uh, known in the silver and black. Josh, I'm ready to hit the ground running with you. We're gonna really make a lot of stuff shake, so excited, a road tide, and just win, baby.
John Brown, hey Raider Nation, I'm glad to be here. You know, I'm glad to be part of the dark side. I'm gonna give you guys everything I got. It's real exciting, you know. Um, one of my role models was Charles Wilson. You know, this is something I always, you know, dream to be in. Anybody that come here, they will be excited to play and join this team. they have here. It's just nothing but greatness and uh, just one thing missing. We just need to get a Super Bowl here. Hey, this is Yannick Ngakwe and uh, Raider Nation. I'm honored and I appreciate you guys and the support and I can't wait to help bring a tremendous, tremendous uh, history to this place, man. All right, there he is, Yannick Ngakwe and the, and the rest of the guys, Kenyon Drake, of course, and John Brown. Uh, welcome to the Raiders. I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention Nick Martin. Uh, Nick Martin is who we picked up, of course, the center from the, the Texans. The, uh, the, the much ballyhooed release of Rodney Hudson um, uh, on the heels of, of that anyways. And, uh, you know, look, I'd be remiss if I didn't say that uh, it was a shock to me too. And um, I guess I, I should talk about this. We didn't really talk about it. Um, we kind of knew a lot of these other releases were, were going to come. We covered it heavily here on one of the shows when we started talking about uh, the potential money that the Raiders could free up by releasing some guys. I don't think any of us expected to see 61 go. He was such a stalwart for us and such a leader for us. And, you know, I, I figured Rodney Hudson would be one of those guys to play till he's 38 years old and be a Raider the rest of the way. Um, sadly, he wasn't. And uh, the Raiders did what they did. And on the surface, in the moment, I didn't. Didn't make sense. And there wasn't any, you know, I was desperate to find a reason to, for this to make sense. And I'm sure many, many of you were as well. It just like, it didn't add up. Like, why would we let this guy walk? But on the heels of that, when you start to see the, the, the contract, um, uh, you know, impact, um, some of the discussions that had gone on about him being released and whatnot, like it kind of made sense. Like, again, I'm not in love with it still. Um, considering that this is a slam dunk Hall of Famer, but I get it. You know, the NFL is a business, and sometimes we may not, you know, love the plan on its surface, but at least there's a plan. I, this is not shooting from the hip. This was um, very strategic for the Raiders. And so they love Andre James, who they turned around and gave him a, a, a very lucrative extension. And, um, and we're going to see Andre James as the long term in the long-term mix for the Raiders at center. Um, but then also they bring in this Nick Martin now from the Texans and you know, it makes sense. And he's kind of like, you know, will he be the guy to allow Andre James to develop more, let James be more of a depth rotational type guy, at least for the next year or two. Yeah, probably. And then if, you know, and then if Andre, you know, beats Nick Martin out in camp, then so be it. Um, but Nick Martin, I mean, 2,700 snaps, he only allowed 79 pressures. That's less than 3%. Uh, you know, now Rodney Hudson, of course, in 10 years with the team, or at least in his 10 years uh, of playing, allowed 10 sacks. So he was at an absolute lock in terms of, of not allowing any pressure. But Nick Martin is no slouch. Like, he's not, you know, this isn't like we're, we've dropped off um, that far. Um, 
And then also, if we, if we look at Andre James, granted, his sample size is much, much smaller, only 62 snaps. But out of those 62 snaps, he only had four pressures. That's, that's just over 6%. And he's a young guy. So I think the Raiders um, ultimately have done the right thing. But it was a little tough to pallet it uh, when it all first went down, when we first saw that Rodney Hudson was, was being released from the team. All right, one more, another quick update also, before I jump back to some of these audio bites. Um, sorry if I seem like I'm all over the place tonight. There's just so much to get to, a lot of news. Um, I'm going to give you one more quick update uh, on, the, on the picks. So we ended up getting a, a third for Rodney. Um, we got a fifth for Gabe Jackson, which for a guy that's carrying a $10 million salary at guard, not a bad uh, bit of compensation there. So with those two acquisitions, the Raiders now have number 17 overall in the first round, number 48 overall, which is in the second round. Then we got number 79 overall, which is in the third. That's the one from Arizona for Rodney. We've got number 80 pick overall, which is number in the third round. We've got number 121 in the fourth. That's ours. Then we got 162 in the fifth from Miami and 167 um, in the fifth round. That comes from Seattle. So that's, uh, of course, four or excuse me, that's seven first round picks um, in the in the first five rounds. So. Not bad, man. Hey, like, you know, when you got a guy like Mayock, like, give him more bites at the apple, man. He's not going to hit home runs on every single one of these things, but sometimes you find Trayvon Mullen and Max Crosby, and so the more shots you can give, give to Mike Mayock, the absolute better. So I'm, I'm all about it, and, uh, and I look forward to this year's draft. Um, unfortunately, we're not going to be able to attend this year's draft. At least the RFR crew is not going to be able to. Um, I know some of our, our friends, uh, I know Aaron's talking about going up there uh, for it. We're not going to be able to attend it. But uh, unless there's a family conflict with, I got, we got me and Max, Max, my boo. Um, we have our older kids are going off to college this year. My son, Tristan, is going off to the, to the military. He's going off to the Navy. So as long as there's not a conflict, with our older kids going off to college or departing for um, the, their next phase of life, um, we're going to plan to be at the Hall of Fame induction ceremony. So while we have to skip the draft, we're going to hopefully head up to, uh, to Canton and, uh, and see the, um, of course, uh, legends of Tom Flores and Charles Woodson and even the violator, Wayne Mabry, get inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Um, all right, so go back now, back to... Um, uh, the Raider news, um, back to the free agent uh, acquisitions. I talked about the importance of Yannick Ngakwe. Um, I think that he's important because he can be our closer. What I mean by that is he's the guy that when it's third and long and you need a sack, there's your guy. Or at least put pressure on the quarterback to keep him from, you know, Mahomes from completing a third and 15 for 27 yards, right? Um, or the guy to not rip, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick's head off at the end of the game to, you know, uh, equal a loss for the Raiders. We need that closer. We need that guy like Khalil Mack, you know, would, would pick off Cam Newton and run it into the end zone. We need that guy, and, and, and Yannick can be that guy. Um, but don't take my word for it. Let's check in with the pros. Let's check in with uh, Good Morning Football's Peter Schrager and uh, see what he has to say about Yannick Ngakwe. Bringing in some young talent to this team. One of those players is Max Crosby on one end. He has been a good sack maven at times. But there hasn't been that other guy. So Yannick Ngakwe to me to the Raiders was a great signing and one that made so much sense for them. For Ngakwe, the player, his journey, I mean, we're talking about multiple holdouts with the Jaguars, then being traded to the Ravens, constantly having to prove himself, prove himself, prove himself. 
He's had 26 sacks over the last three years. Guess what? Khalil Mack has had only 30 over the last three years. And Gakwe's still so young. I like this one a lot. And you know, you look at the Raiders as a team, the fewest sacks in the NFL since John Gruden took over. They just haven't had that guy. The hope is Ngakwe is, and his agent did a smart move here. Because of what he's been through the last few years with contract deals and franchise tags, he got a no-franchise tag deal in this contract, which was a small little fine print thing that he will be very happy about in three years when he hits free agency again. All right, there we go. Yeah, so so good stuff there from uh, from Shregs and, of course, the Good Morning Football crew. We love the Good Morning Football crew around here, and I love that show, man. Uh, it's awesome. And so, of course, it's Peter Schrager, uh, Nate Burleson, Kay Adams, and Kyle Brandt, man. Love Kyle Brandt. Uh, one of the funniest guys in, in sports media. And uh, so also on that show, uh, before we get to a break and get to, to Max on, on, on Busting with the Boys, so they do all kinds of different bits and segments on that show if you've never seen it. And, um, and so in this case, they asked Kyle um, who could best play John McClain. So John McClain, not the sports writer, but John McClain, Bruce Willis, and Die Hard. What coach would best play John McClain? And he picked John Gruden. Now, I'm going to play this because it's funny, but I don't know if it's very complimentary to our coach. So we'll call this maybe Raiders and pop culture here before we get to a next break. But tell me what you guys think. Is this complimentary? Is this paying homage? Or is this making fun of? Yeah, man. I like that John McClain, man. Hey, come out to the coast. We'll get together, have a few laughs. Let me ask you a question right now. Kay Adams, Peter Schrager, Nate Burleson, who the hell better to star in an overpriced, crappy remake than me, man? I'm already oh. doing it with the Raiders, man. You oh. think it's hard walking over broken glass with bare feet? Try sitting through one of Mayock's drafts, man. You think one man in Nakatomi oh. against 12 bad guys is hard? See how you feel when you want to take Devin White and Mayock goes for somebody named Clellan Farrell. I don't even know if he's still on the team, man. We used to watch Die Hard Man all the time back in Tampa. Monty Kiffin had one of them laser disc players in his office. We'd watch that sucker over and over. I like that character, Ellis, man. I like Ellis. That's what we call a high motor guy. I used to use his line. I used it when I got Mark Davis to give me this job. I said, hey, babe. I do million-dollar Hooters ads for breakfast. I think I can handle this AFC trash. And that's how you do it. Yippee-ki-yay, mother brother. Groods to the Super Bowl like John McClain jumping off with a freaking fire hose. Whoa! F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't furl. Hey, everybody, this is your old Uncle Mosh out here at the Raiders game. I got Q-Dog, I got Mojo, I got Big Raider Trucker, and they got something to tell you about Raiders Fan Radio. Get your facts, get your funny, and get the uh, out. <laughs> this is Trent Sagan, you're listening to Raiders Fan Radio with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Uncle Mosh. Just win, baby. All right, appreciate everybody in the chat room. Yeah, it does sound like Kyle's hating on the Raiders. And Kyle's not a Raider hater. He's not. I saw, I saw some comments in there that he's, he's, not, he's not. Typically, he's not a Raider hater. Typically, he roots for the Raiders. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think he's a little disappointed the Raiders haven't been a playoff team as of late. But, yeah, I think there's some shots definitely that were taken, especially this one. 
F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't furl. All right. I uh, appreciate everybody that's in the chat tonight. Atticus B. Rockin is in there. Mike, oh my gosh, I'm going to butcher your name, Mike. Let me try this. Knees, it's N-I-E-S-Z-C-Z-U-R. So I'm going to go Nice for the first part. Zer, Nizer. I'm going to go Mike Nizer. Tell me, Mike, if I pronounce that correct. Mike Neeser is in there. Uh, Kill Jadis is in there. Nick is in there. Franklin83 is in there. Uh, the Big Easy is in there. Aaron the Q-Dog Raider Storm is in there. Atticus B. Rockin. Reese Rock is in there. Jesse Cardenas is in there. Appreciate Neeser. Neiser. Neiser. Ah, dang it. Okay. I was close. So I said Neeser. It's Neiser. Uh, either either neither 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 right uh appreciate you uh uh mike neiser appreciate raider zach sergio bujos is in there and uh, jesse correa is in there gustavo was also in there uh, appreciate you uh joining us and uh for this episode of raiders fan radio thank you for everybody uh, that has uh, given us the um uh, the donations tonight in the super chat 100 of that money of course goes to bolitnikoff and um but you don't even have to do that uh we, we love it the, the monetary donation but just do us a favor hit the thumbs up like and subscribe and um go to that other video go to that other Boletnikov video and uh and, and watch that one the, the one about the jersey giveaway and we're going to give you a uh a Boletnikov jersey in return just for commenting i'm going to pick a random comment and i'm going to send you this replica Boletnikov jersey all right and then if you donate to the foundation you can win the autographed one and if you're one of the next 300 people to subscribe to the channel, you're going to get this autographed Josh Jacobs picture. I'm telling you, we're trying to give you guys stuff. I love giving stuff away. We're all about, we're all about giving, giving, giving. And so uh, anyway, so, so, so get in on that cool stuff. All right. Um, so I mentioned earlier and we listened to Max uh, Crosby open up about, it's like a Max Crosby centric show. Um, we listened to Max Crosby um, open up about, uh, his battle with addiction and, and, and gave him much respect about the transparency in which he, he was uh, able to discuss it on the Bussin' with the Boys podcast with our buddy Will Compton. But don't you know, freaking Bussin' with the Boys is funny. Like, that's the overriding theme of that show. Regardless of who's on there, it's freaking funny. Like, Compton and, and Taylor are hilarious, and their guests are usually really funny, and their guests open up in a way um, that's that's atypical like they're def- whoever their guests are usually the defenses come down and they and they just joke and f- and have a lot of fun so i want to check in with back with that interview and highlight a couple of spots from it because it's freaking funny and um number one i want to <laughs> we're going to check in with uh they, they talk a lot about marcus mariota and gave him a lot of uh respect on that show just in terms of the teammate and what kind of good guy he is and all that but then uh, Max started talking about how Mariota would go 100% every single practice, no matter what. And uh, that kind of war on some of the Raider veterans. Let's check in. <laughs> Carl Nassa, big shout out to Carl. This is my guy, bro. He would lose his mind in practice. It was like week 16, like week 15 late in the year. And Marcus is still scrambling, juking, running 50 yards on yeah. field. And Carl, he's you know he's a vet. He's been in the league about six years now. He's the other big white defensive end. Carl would fucking lose his mind and fucking yell at Marcus, be like, "Fucking slow down, bro! We're not <laughs> running fifty yards every play." I'm like, Carl, it's okay. Like after it would be over, he's like, he's like, we're playing Drew yeah. fucking lock yeah, this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady, damn it! Yeah, I'm yeah. 
That cracked me up. It says we're playing Drew F and Lock this week. <laughs> we're not playing Lamar Jackson, Marcus. Slow it down. Oh man, that cracked me up, man. It was so funny. All right, one more. Um, so when the Raiders departed from Brenton Buckner, Coach Buck, uh, as the defensive line coach, and brought in Marinelli, there was a lot of questions about that. Um, and uh, and even last year, with some of the production that fell off for a guy like even Max Crosby, um, there was a lot of questions about why Marinelli and not Coach Buck. Um, well, here you get a little bit of insight to why Marinelli. We knew Marinelli was a, was a made man in terms of the NFL. We knew he had been around a long time. You know, you just look at him in, in the, you know, during training camp. He looks like a freaking gangster. Um, but apparently, uh, we're not the only ones that are big fans of Marinelli. Uh, a lot of the players are as well. And uh, so let's check in as Max and, and Will talk about the legend of Rod Marinelli. Bodies you talk about the legend of Marinelli, bro. Jeez. I've heard. I've heard stories. I love that man. <laughs> yeah. I love him. I, I hear he's old him. school. Oh, my God. He's a, a Vietnam veteran. <laughs> He's straight from the book. Like <laughs> this dude, he walks up no matter where you're at in the building. He just stirs the pot at all times. He'll come up. He just tries to motivate you in so many odd ways, but like it, it helps a ton because he just he loves the so much and he's been in it for so long. It's like you you have to respect what he says. So like yeah, no matter how off the wall some he said, you're just like oh, it. like I'll just do it. What's so. the most off the wall you heard that's well, appropriate? He <laughs> he's like I don't know if there's anything. There's a wrong. lot, um, but this is back to the COVID thing. So, <laughs> this is back to COVID. So I'm, I'm. He calls me and he's like, "You're fucking. You, you need some of my blood. My blood's fucking tougher than yours." All this shit. I'm like, "You're probably not wrong. Like, I fucking. I would destroy that virus. It's fucking nothing." And I'm just dying. Like, I don't even know what the f to say. Yeah. So he's just going on. I'm dying laughing. And he's like, he goes, this is what you need to do. He goes, go in your backyard. I know you got palm trees. You got all that. He goes, you need to go in the fucking backyard. He goes, you need to work our hand drills. And he's sending me all this shit. He was dead ass serious. I he's is he sending you videos? He's sending me the drills, the name of the drills that I need to do on a fucking stiff palm tree. And I'm like, he's fucking me. And he calls me the next day in the middle of meetings in front of everybody. He's like, Max, blah, blah, blah. This is what's on the palm trees. This is what I need you to do today. This is what we went over, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I need you to send me videos. I'm in a fucking, I'm in my backyard. No, t- no fucking shirt on. Smacking doing hand drills on a palm tree. And my hands were fucking, I literally had splinters in my hands. And I'm <laughs> sending him the video and he's dead ass serious. I did it the whole quarantine in my backyard. Now, was he coaching you through these videos that you were sending him? No, he just like he you know just, you got a fucking strike here. Knowing him, he'd probably just fucking dying laughing, cause he just I would just send the videos. You go great work. That's it. He wouldn't even tell. He wasn't even too. Direct. Yo, what a legend. He's a legend, bro. He's I've never been around someone like him. He's, I heard he um, I heard I heard he's tough on the on the field. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm talking like running, Shit, conditioned. Our, it's called EDDs, our everyday drills. We do them every single day from the start of training camp to the end of the season. Week 17, we're fucking first 10 minutes, we're going. Like, yeah. we're flying through bags, get off. Different from last year. Change direction. Yeah. In a way, like, Coach Buck was pretty tough on us, too. But I feel like as the season went on, like, you know, we kind of took the, our foot off the gas during practice a little bit. But Marinelli was just like, he took care of us. So he didn't try to right. necessarily kill us. But, like, 
that first 10 minutes we're fucking we're getting you're working it. yeah you're you're ready to go yeah like right off the bat so no that's that's hilarious yeah man. he's he's next level What's up? It's Brockman from the Rich Eisen Show. And it's Del Tupo from the Rich Eisen Show. You're listening to Murph and Mosh on Radio. Yes! There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. All right, appreciate everybody joining us for episode number 199 of Raiders Fan Radio. So less of me and more of you is a good thing. So the best part about our show is, of course, the amazing RFR listeners and uh, uh, all, the, all the support that you give us. Um, and you can, uh, to, you can participate in this show uh, really three different ways. You can uh, call the show, uh, you can email the show, or you can join us in the chat room on the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube right now. That's right. We're thankful for the Facebook and the, and the, and the, and the Twitch uh, viewers. And I always go back and read that chat. Uh, and I even go back and read the chat from the YouTube as well. But uh, the, the majority of the gathering happens here on the YouTube. And so I uh, appreciate in there tonight. Uh, we've got Corey Fleck is in there. Kill Jadis is in there. Atticus B. Rockin', Tyrone Graves, Jesse Cardenas, Nick, the Big Easy, Aaron the Q-Dog Raider, Reese Rock is in there. When the Universe Speaks, which is our good buddy Mojo. What's up, Mojo? Sugar Shane is in there. Michelle Sweat's in there. Um, Sergio is in there. Uh, Gustavo was in there. Uh, D, D the Sun is in there. Uh, so many great folks in the, in, in the, in the chat room tonight. And, uh, and so many great donations from those folks. Uh, appreciate Capo, Tider Raider, D the Sun, Raider Rich, Big Easy, Franklin, Tyrone Graves, and of course, uh, Raider Cody. Um, with, the, uh, with the monetary donations, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation. But um, So we're going to get into uh, to your voicemails and emails. So in terms of the emails and the voicemails, we award what we call the Sizzler Award, which is to the best uh, email or voicemail of the night. Now, when Mosh is here, he picks the Sizzler. When Swag's here, he picks the Sizzler, but neither one of those guys are here, so it comes to me. So I have to announce it, and so I rely on the chat room, so I want you guys to keep track, and whichever one you think is, um, is best, then I want you to tell me, and that's who we're going to award our Sizzler Award tonight. Uh, Real Black Mamba's in the chat, Edgar V is in there tonight also, Storm. Michelle Sweat, oh, are you kidding? Gosh, Michelle. Michelle Sweat in the chat just donated $100. Um, man, I... I'm speechless. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you, thank you, thank you. That is incredibly kind. What you know, 100% of that money is going to go to the One Nation Foundation, and uh, that in turn is going to bless the Bolitnikoff Foundation, and uh, which the Bolitnikoff Foundation, for those of you that don't know, 
uh, Fred lost his uh, his daughter Tracy back in '99 or 2000, I believe it was, to domestic violence. And so the, uh, the, the Blitnikoff Foundation funds a place called Tracy's Place of Hope, which gives um, young women uh, shelter, young women that are at risk of substance abuse or domestic violence, gives them a place to go and not only rehabilitate, but to, um, it's a learning opportunity for them to, um, you know, building resumes, job opportunities, things like that. It's very rehabilitative. It's a beautiful organization. And that's what the Bolitnikoff Foundation funds. And so um, that's where that money is going. So thank you, Michelle. That is incredibly kind of you to do that. And, and while I'm at it here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you something. So Michelle, I'm sorry. if I'm gonna, Instead of me getting all up on the camera here, why don't I do this? I'm going to go this way. All right. So I got to show you something Michelle made for us. Michelle Sweat is an incredible artist. And I'm going to show off some of her stuff here. All right. And Michelle, shout out in the chat there, your, um, your, your website or, or your, your, I know that Michelle's got a lot of social media things um, that, that, that covers her art. Look what Michelle made for us. Look at this pirate ship. Look at this thing. It's got a copy of the autumn wind in it, right? It's got a, the three dates, the three numbers there, are the years the Raiders won the Super Bowl. And then it's got like all kinds of like little hints of things like, there's a, you can see the, I don't know if you can see that little, the die on there. It's got the number two and four out because that's Michelle's favorite player is, is Charles Woodson. Um, there's uh, this, the plank there. Walking the plank is freaking French fries from, <laughs> K, from KC. Um, a donkey foot or a hoof, I guess. And then a lightning bolt. They're walking the plank. And look at, she even made a spot there for Lil Murph. So Lil Murph, or excuse me, get around here. Lil Murph is, is commandeering the pirate ship there. So this thing is absolutely incredible. And so we are so thankful to Michelle for not only the gift of this, this amazing pirate ship that adorns the fan cave, but also for that incredibly, incredibly kind uh, donation. She says the show is fire tonight. Shout out the RFR chat. Let's go Raider Nation for life. And Michelle, you are absolutely one of the best. We are so thankful for you and your family. We're so thankful to, to Lamont and, uh, and, and your two boys, Devin and Darius. We're thankful to, to all the support you've given us over the years attending our live draft um uh, broadcast that we did once upon a time like all that man so thank you thank you thank you cannot thank you enough all right um uh so anyway so as i mentioned you can uh where was i at i lost track man I, oh, oh how, how to contact the show so you can contact the show by calling us or emailing us you can call us at 909-345-3346 um let me see if michelle shouted out her I believe it's inclined to improvise, if I remember off the top of my head, right? Is I believe it's inclined to improvise, and I, I know she's on Instagram, and I know she's on um, the other socials, but definitely um, shout that out, um, uh, Michelle, so we can we can pr we can promote that for you because she's just a wonderfully talented artist. So thank you. Um, but back to the show. So you can contact us uh, by sending us an email or you can call. And so you send us an email at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. That is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. There it is. It's on Instagram at inclined to improvise spelled just like it sounds at inclined to improvise. So check her stuff out and, uh, and, and, and contract Michelle, buy something, get some cool Raider art. She's one of the most diehard Raider fans I've ever met. Like Michelle's super legit, and uh, and her work is great as you can see. So hit her up, and uh, and and, and uh, what, do you, what do you say to an artist? You don't contract; you commission them, right? Sorry, I'm not, I'm not very well rounded. <laughs> All right, 
Let's get to these emails. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. First one. First one is from Daniel Mangus, the potty mouth Mangus. Good evening, RFR family. What an offseason. We have traded three of our starting linemen. The only one that was expected was Trent Brown. What a waste of money, all that money. And he didn't even see the field as often as fans would have liked. The Raiders have finally gotten a closer. There you go. Love that terminology. Closer in Yannick Ngakwe. He's going to help relieve some of the pressure from Max and Pharrell. Because I can't F resist. F to the E to the R to the R to the E to the L to the L. It ain't Pearl. I love that he said he signed with the Raiders because he wanted to help match the intensity on defense with the power of the offense. Absolutely. Great call out. We also got Kenyon Drake, and he's going to be a great compliment to Josh Jacobs. We finally have our Bama backfield. I have high hopes for the draft and hope this season is the start of something really special this season. Anyway, much love, RFR family, and congrats on 200 episodes, and here's the 200 more. Salud, Daniel Mangus. Thank you, buddy. Um, yours truly, Daniel Mangus, proud made man, 2020 Gemini Man Award winner, and one-time BRT Sizzler Award winner. Good deal there, Daniel. Appreciate that. And don't forget, chat room, keep up, man. Any, any of these voicemails or emails you like, you got to remember who's who, so that way you could tell me which one to pick. Uh, all right, this comes from Tide Raider. Yo, what's up, Murph? Swaggy and the one and only Uncle Mosh. I hope everybody is safe and sound and in good health. I typed this email as I devour a few cannolis from Dominico's. I literally drove from Sacramento to Alameda to have lunch with my sister and my mom. My mom always gets the hot pastrami, and I always get the peppered turkey. Right on, man. Since this was my sister's first time actually having Dominico's, I was going to get her the same thing I got, but she wanted to explore the menu. She ended up getting a hot chicken breast sandwich and some cheesecake. Now as I bite into my sandwich, my sister unwraps hers. We both just sat there and admired it before she ate the first half of the sandwich faster than Trent Brown eating candy on Hard Knocks. She let me try it and just say, I'll just say, I didn't want to give it back. My point here is I love Dominico's, but I have to, my go-to and I have my go-to sandwich. Now, while I know without a doubt everything on the menu is good, I always get what I, I know I like without even thinking because this is what I'm used to. But if I step out of my comfort zone and try something else, I'm, I might like the new thing even more and can truly appreciate Domenico's even more. Greg Kala, I got Ma Mosh didn't show up tonight, but I, he usually gets the Reuben, but I got him the pizza sub. I don't know if they had that at Domenico's in Alameda. They definitely have it at the Domenico's here. Oh my gosh, that pizza sub, like, it's freaking ridiculous. It's so freaking good. I don't know what they do for the red sauce. I don't know what, what they're they're using. For, I don't know if it's a marinara or what. It's, what a, no, it's pizza sauce, but it's delicious. Shout out Jeff Murphy and Domenico's, man. Uh, and so, yeah, good call out there. Tide Raider. Okay, now hear me out, Raider Nation. When I say uh, just because we know that what we had in Hudson, we have to give Andrew James a chance. Absolutely. Or Andre James. I totally agree. He might be the hot chicken breast sandwich we didn't know we needed. Yeah, I know. Just compared two grown men to sandwiches, but sometimes you never know when you'll find a message. Shout out QB Jeff and his wonderful family who treats me like family every time I go in there. They are on the list of very few people who I know in my government name along with Smurf, Swaggy, and Uncle Mosh. Once again, all love and respect. Tide Raider. What's up, Tide Raider? Great email, my friend. Good stuff there from Ty. And he says, P.S. Murph, what about a veggie McRib? Never mind, that sounds more disgusting. 
Yeah, it does. No, I don't. I don't. No, I wouldn't do a veggie McRib. No, thank you. Although I do eat a lot of plant based, but you know, hey, I'm, I still gotta, you know, I gotta venture. Today, I, I didn't. When I went to Dominico's, I don't eat plant based when I go to Dominico's. Um, all right, great stuff there from uh, from Titerator, man. Appreciate you. All right, next up, we we'll go to, uh, whoa, before I go, OA in the chat. OA in the chat, super chat donation of $5. Thank you, OA. Uh, we appreciate that donation, my friend. Um, that is incredibly kind. Man, the freaking, you guys are so kind. The Blenikoffs, let me just say this. The Blenikoffs are going to be really happy with the Raiders fan radio listeners because we are bringing it tonight with these donations. This is amazing. Uh, Angela was incredibly kind the other day. We exchanged on Twitter when we, when we did our, our video rollout of, of the jersey giveaway. She was incredibly kind to, to, to give much love to the RFR listening audience. And, and man, they're going to be thrilled when we get to um, hand them this check from, uh, from tonight and ongoing. Thank you, thank you, thank you so very, very much, all of you. Um, all right, see. Um, all right, sorry, I make myself a note there. Okay, next up, we got. Uh, oh, I wish Mosh was here for this one. Grampy and Granny Raider. Because he's Papa Salt, man. He's, um, you know, he's uh, Uncle Mosh. His, his nickname is Coach Salty. And uh, so everybody calls him Papa Salt. He's a granddad himself. And so uh, I know he would have loved to have read this email. But so, uh, but in his absence, I got it. It's Hey Murph, Uncle Mosh, and Swaggy Jeff. This is Grampy Raider. Greeting you from St. John, New Brunswick, Canada. Uh, I'm writing because Granny Raider is upset. Uh-oh. It seems her beloved Marcus Mariota is on the trade block, and it has struck her heart. Oh, my gosh. Uh, she believes Carr should be traded and Marcus be the starter. <laughs> oh, no. Swag Jeff and Granny Raider just became best friends. Myself, I'm ambivalent. If we can get some good picks for Carr, okay. If we can get a pick for Marcus, Okay. I'm with you, Grampy Raider, but I think Carr's the man. Uh, hopefully, the state of Granny Raider's heart, he stays exactly where he is. Sincerely, Grampy and Granny Raider, proud made couple. The only made couple here on, on Raiders Fan Radio. Absolutely, man. So that, that's awesome, Grampy Raider. Uh, appreciate you. And tell Granny Raider, yes, she, her heart will not be broken. Uh, Marcus is staying. And so Aloha Corner will not be going anywhere anytime soon. All right, um, next up, we're going to hear from another made man, our buddy B-Dog. He reports to us from a pasture in Texas, as he uh, self-proclaims. He says, what's going on, guys? It's B-Dog howling, howl, whoop, I can talk, howling at you from a pasture in Texas, this time via email. After prolonged leave of absence, the dog makes his long-awaited, long-awaited return to RFR live from Merce Fan Cave. In my time away, I've been battling the treacherous beast known notoriously as college, the challenges of young adulthood, and have discovered the forgotten and valuable knowledge of starting an IRA account. Now my journey has led me here, back home, and I couldn't be happier to be on the show once again. Well, enough about me. Let's talk about some Raiders football. We are amid a highly anticipated offseason, and I must say I'm liking the player acquisition so far. The one I'm mostly excited for is Yannick Ngakwe, but let's focus our attention on the under-the-radar signing. The biggest sleeper pickup of the offseason, in my opinion, is Solomon Thomas. I'm really excited to see what this guy can do in the silver and black. He's a versatile player that can shift all over the defensive line. However, we'll mainly see him play a three-tech, which is off the guard, I believe, off the top of my head. Um, you hear that all the time, but all the different techniques. Basically, it starts at zero in the middle, which would be like a straight nose tackle straight up on the, uh, on the center. And then as you move out from there, regardless of what side of the line you move to, it goes to one, two, and three. So the three technique is just off the guard, if that makes sense. Um, uh, let's see. 
He's a bread and, bu- bread and butter, uh, likes to refer to his bread and butter back at Stanford. My favorite thing about this guy is he sounds absolutely ecstatic to be a Raider. And above all, that's what we want. Guys who want to play for the shield, not for the money. I know what you're thinking. There were many players before Thomas who seemed excited about joining the Raiders and ended up giving us the cold shoulder. But I think it's different this time. If you go back and watch his press conference, he is legitimately pumped up to be part of the organization. Excuse me. I always burp. When I'm doing, it's so gross. I always burp when I'm reading emails. I can sit here and talk all night long, but for some reason, when I start reading, I, I, whatever. It's more than you wanted to know, but there you go. Um, it's not Domenico's fault. That settles just fine. It's I don't know why I burp when I read emails. Um, I know what you're. Th- let's see. Uh, okay. It's okay, dude. Let it out. It's an amazing feeling to be part of Raider Nation. Moreover, judging by both his tweets and press conference, he's chomping at the bit to get to work with new defensive coordinator Gus Bradley and ready for his new opportunity and new beginning. Thomas, up to this point, has been a bust, but he's still young and has a chance to revive his career in Vegas. My bold prediction, he'll be this season's Nelson Aguilar. He will break out, and you will hear it from me first, Raider Nation. All that being said, it's great to be back. Talk to y'all again in the near future. Go Raiders. Sincerely, B-Dog from a pasture in Texas. P.S. Tell Mosh and Swag I said what's up. Absolutely. Good job, B-Dog. Great to hear from you, my friend. Been a hot minute since we heard from you. And uh, glad you're tackling that beast of freaking college. And uh, keep kicking ass, man. Just keep your nose in the books. You don't have to – don't worry about calling us. We know we, we know where you're at. We know, we know that, uh, you know, it's nothing but love, man. So, uh, But stay at it, man. Study, right? Do that um, first and foremost. But yes, good to hear from you too if you got time. All right, uh, let's see. Uh, here we go. Oh, last one. This is from, you know who this is from. The, the king of the email, the capo of the emailers. He is Paul. Paul Edgerton from Shropshire, Mississippi, otherwise known as the UK. Good evening, everybody. Hope you are well. It's been a quiet week at the Raiders. <laughs> Has it? <laughs> Not a, Oh, because he just sent this. And it's been two weeks since we did a show. Not a lot going on since free agency opened up. Yeah, right? Been all kinds of crazy, hasn't it? There you go. Yeah, so the past couple of days have been a little quiet, but no, it has been nuts. Sorry, Paul, I shouldn't be commenting on your emails or reading it. I'll just read it. I'll just shut up and read. The easy thing has been to find something to talk about. The hardest thing is keeping this email down to less than 20 pages. To say it's been a roller coaster of emotion since last Wednesday, Wednesday is an understatement. The pack is... The pack has been well and truly shuffled, and there is still more work to do. Some of the players coming in have raised eyebrows, and one departure caused quite the debate. There have been some exciting signings. The defensive line seemed well-stocked, and I was pleased to see Richie Incognito return. That made sense to me. I'm keeping my counsel over some of the new arrivals. I've read some comments that aren't favorable, but I brought into that last year with Devontae Booker and Nelson Aguilar, and we were proven wrong. So this year I'm determined to let some people prove themselves. Now on to Rodney Hudson. I guess we'll never know the real truth as to why he left. There are a few different points on things like pay cuts and restructuring, and I'm sure there are some that have come to terms with it. Having already moved on and don't think it's that big of a deal anyways, but sorry, I have to disagree. He was one of our best players, maybe even our best player, certainly the most consistent, one of our main leaders and off the field, an example to our younger players to aspire to. During my Raiders fandom, Dave Dalby has been my number one center, and I'd place Hudson pretty close to him and not too far down the list from the greatest of them all, Jim Otto. I agree with that too, Paul. That's a great call out Um, and excellent comparisons because I think Rodney's marching into Canton too five years after he retires. 
He's the best at his position in the league, so for me, you have to nail the door shut before you let a player walk. I came walk away. It's different if he wanted to go and the front office had done all they could do to keep him. Sadly, that's what happens when you have to grin and bear it and say goodbye. It seems on this occasion that it wasn't the case, and it's a huge blow to make up. Uh, it's a huge blow to the makeup of our offense. If it's true, then it was over three million dollars. Then find the money somewhere else and keep him. Goes without saying, I wish Andre James and Nick Martin all the very best when going forward, but it was a sad day indeed. The last time I felt this sick was when Marcus Allen went to Missouri. Whoa, that's that's uh, quite the comparison there. We now seem to have a bit of a conundrum. We still haven't replaced Trent Brown. Linebacker depth is a little thin, and the secondary needs addressing, but the cap space has dwindled. So the question is, what else do we have to make way for in order for the final pieces to, or the, of the puzzle to fall into place at the time of this writing number eight has restructured a deal so the only other solution would be the draft although mariota's new contract has suddenly become more tradable we now have a healthy selection of draft picks and trading up seems inevitable i would be wary of solving all of the secondary needs in the draft though experience is needed from somewhere with all the defensive changes happening the one main difference is coach bradley overseeing it rather than paul gunther i feel a lot more comfortable that the confident that the solutions will be found I find it's a very exciting mix of youth and experience for him to work with if we can just work out a way to get the final positions filled. Finally, this week, we have a sizzler gate. Don't forget, chat room. Keep on these sizzlers. You're going to be picking it. During the last show, the BRT Sizzler Award was awarded to Mojo for his epic adios malingerer phone call about Trent Brown. Now, far be it from a mere mortal like me to even dream of causing any issues with Mojo, but when I came to update things, he was ineligible for the award, which is true. And we forgot that. Um, so you don't get that sizzler mojo because you've won too many of them. Not too many, but you've won a lot of them. And uh, you and Big Raider Trucker and Capo and a handful are not eligible to, for sizzlers anymore. So as Ty the Raider was so close to getting the honor himself on the night, he picks up his sixth award. Congratulations to, for the last show, Ty the Raider. You got the sizzler. Sorry, mojo, but rules are rules. And if we don't follow them, we'd be French. <laughs> that's hilarious paul <laughs> to the like six people in france and listen to us no offense man or it's like no disrespect right oh my gosh which everything you say after you say no disrespect everything else that follows is disrespect <laughs> so this is coming from paul the englishman that says sorry mojo but rules are rules and if we didn't follow them we'd be french <laughs> that's incredible Oh, my gosh. Stay safe, RFR family. Love you, Raider Nation. His Lordship, Paul Edgerton. <laughs> Shop, I know why the truck was sitting funny. That was good. <laughs> Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. I put the anti-fog on my glasses, so they're not going to fog up, but they would be normal circumstances. BRT, Scissors Scorekeeper, Proud Made Man, five-time, 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 plus one. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio Sizzler Award. Oh, man. Paul! 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 Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. Paul, that was incredible, man. You're the best, dude. <laughs> you always, because I, if you can't tell, I don't proofread these things. I just, 
I just cut them and, and paste them and print them, man. I don't, I don't pre-read your emails at all. And so, and neither does Mosh or anybody else. So these are hitting us at the same time they're hitting you. So sometimes, man, if something's funny, man, it just gets me. So anyways, great stuff there from Paul. And uh, all right, now we're going to get into the, to the voicemails. You can call us anytime, 24-7-365-909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And if you uh, get your message played on the show three times, uh, we refer to you as a made man or made woman, uh, like Michelle Sweat, like Haley in Scotland. Um, so you made man or made woman, uh, if, you, if you get your message played three times or an indefinite amount of emails, we'll also get you made. Um, and so, uh, so definitely call us. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider, we call him Capo because he's the captain of the made men and made women crew because every crew needs a captain. And so uh, let's check in with, with, with him. We always kick off this segment with Aaron's call. Greetings, Don America. Sick Larry Moss on the boss, Sonny Sergeant at Arms for Sizzler. Big Raider Trucker. Mojo from when the universe speaks. Ramon the Mean King. Swag Jeff. Ron the Mater Raider. Nation. As usual, I proclaim um, this statement before I begin my call to hell with the Chiefs. You know, as a lifelong Raiders fan, there was an incident that happened just the other day which has me thinking of how often the referees have made all too many questionable calls at the expense of our team. Now, seriously, how many seasons have the Raiders led the NFL in penalties assessed or failed to get the benefit of the doubt when clearly the video affirmed the Raiders were screwed? You know, you remember Walt Coleman and his crew from the Tuck Rule game, don't you? I mean, what about... Former NFL referee Eugene Joseph Steratore and his smug-looking smirk as he uh, whipped out that index card granting the Dallas Cowboys to go-ahead first down after an apparent fourth down stand back in December of uh, 2017. I mean, newsflash. If even daylight can see through the line, the game stick, and the football, let alone uh, an index card, it's not a friggin' first down. I mean, don't get me started on NBA or SEC referees. To my point, you know, the NHL fired Tim Peel, referee, on Wednesday after a hot mic captured this, uh, this uh, soup sandwich uh, boasting about whistling a penalty because he wanted to against the Nashville Predators. Now, I'm not a brother that usually follows the NHL, but you know what? Putting my support behind all things Detroit, I roll with the wings from time to time. I mean, the league's action came less than 24 hours after Peel officiated the Nashville Predators' 2 nothing victory over my Detroit Red Wings excuse me, in Bridgestone Arena. Now, shortly after, Nashville forward Victor Arvidson uh, was whistled for a uh, tripping penalty against, uh, you know, some other guy wearing skates. I mean, it wasn't much, but I wanted to get the effing penalty against the Nashville Predators early. That's what this guy was quoted as saying. The NHL determined that the voice was Peels and said that he would no longer be working NHL games now or in the future. Furthermore, nothing is more important than ensuring the integrity of our game. NHL Senior Executive Vice President Colin Campbell said this in a statement on Wednesday. Tim Peel's conduct is in direct contradiction to the adherence to the cornerstone principle that we demand of our officials and that our fans, players, coaches, and all those associated with the game expect and deserve. There is no justification for his comments, no matter the context or his intention. 
and the National Hockey League will take any and all steps necessary to protect the integrity of our game. Roger Goodell should be so courageous as to examine the years of discretionary bias against the silver and black as thoroughly outlined by EthicalSkeptic.com as heard on the former Mojo Pod show. It was, you know, good to see that Marcus Mariota, MMA, came to his senses and restructured his deal for the team and his career prospects, even if that involves the inevitable trade. I am really feeling drafting Trayvon Morick safety out of TCU. Rashawn Slater, if necessary, in the first round as well, offensive lineman out of Northwestern, or just trading down and picking Zayvon Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. I want no parts, and I repeat, no parts of potential bust at defensive tackle Christian Barmore from Bama. His motor is just too inconsistent, baby. I mean, keep an eye on Chris Rumpf, the second edge out of Duke. He's a more polished Arden Key body type with better video, more intelligence, and a hell of a lot more heart. The grocery list. Let's acquire Richard Sherman. Let's get that deal done. Cornerback Brian Poole or Kenny Vaccaro, safety. He's still out there. Kyle Van Noy. Let's get him. Marcus Williams, safety. Zach Banner, tackle. Matt Filer, guard. Melvin Ingram, edge. And A.J. Green, bring him in. The hit list. Hefe from Kansas City, Arden Key, insurrectionist, <laughs> and as per usual, my dicker, Rue. Great stuff there from Aaron, the Q-Dog Raider. As always, appreciate you, my friend. Appreciate all the amazing support that you give us here at Raiders Fan Radio uh, and, and, and always in the chat, holding it down there. And, uh, yeah, great stuff from Aaron. So uh, a couple things there. First off, Aaron's always spot on with his, his draft picks and analysis on guys. He, I always hear a new name. Uh, to me, uh, when, when, whenever Aaron brings up those guys, I, I know about the safeties. I'm kind of like, maybe I'm a, a prisoner of recency, but today when I was working, I had the NFL network on the background and, uh, the USC pro day was going on and there is a safety and I'm hope I'm not going to butcher his name, but it's Talanoa Hufunga. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, he, this guy like looks body type wise, and everything like a Troy Polamalu, and that's not a you know a, a, a coincidence because like he he at USC safety just like Polamalu was, and he works with Polamalu. Like he's like like Polamalu is his mentor. Like if that's the kind of player we could find in a later round, like I'm all about that. Like I'm not saying this kid from basically from watching a USC pro day is going to be the next Troy Polamalu, but. Wouldn't that be an amazing compliment to somebody like freaking Jonathan Abram in our backfield, like or uh, in our in our uh, defensive secondary? Like that'd be amazing. So, anyways, I, there's a lot of prospects to be at. This draft is deep at certain positions. Wide receiver is one of them, um, but also there's some there's some good safeties that can be had later. So, uh, appreciate that, Aaron. Of course, and Aaron highlighted what this thing that happened in the NHL, and and he did a, a great job of, of detailing it. So I don't want to get into that, but. I'm, I'll just say this in support of Aaron's comments. Like, I'm with him, and I, and I absolutely um, endorse what the NHL did in quick response. And, yeah, like I think that's a perfect example of what absolutely has gone on for, I don't know, since, ever since Al Davis you know, sued the league for the first time, that there has been biased officiating against the Raiders. And here is an example of a freaking professional sport, one of the big four, and you have an instance like this. So, 
That was a great call out, Aaron. And, uh, and unfortunately, it happened against the Predators. Or for those of us that are uh, now relocated to Middle Tennessee, um, that, that our Nashville team. So, um, but anyways, but great call out there from Aaron. All right. Um, all right. Let's get into to the, the rest of the voicemails here. And uh, so we've got, um, first up, a buddy of ours we hadn't heard from him in a hot minute. And that is our good friend, Ruben, out in Vegas. Hey, Murph, Unk, Swag, been a minute. Is Ruben in Vegas calling in? Man, I just pulled over the side of the road. I just saw a tweet popped up on my phone. If it's true, they're releasing a Hudson. Man, what, what's going on with us, man? Like, I just want you guys' insight, your opinions. But is Gruden sabotaging us on purpose because we traded him so many years ago? Oh, my God. I love Gruden. I wish he never left the first time around. But what's going on with us, man? The whole offensive line, that was like our strong point when we kept car clean this past season. Oh, man, I just have to, like I said, I'm working right now, but I have to pull over the side of the road, man. What the <laughs> beep, beep, beep is going on? <laughs> Anyways, been a minute. Hope all's well with you guys. Hope you guys safe. And uh, win, lose, or tie. Ruben in Vegas, Raiders till I die. Ugh. <laughs> Appreciate Ruben in Vegas. Ruben in Vegas has contributed some of the coolest swag to the fan cave. I don't know if you can see that. I'm going to put it on the... The cave cam there. So we've got the, the Welcome to Las Vegas Raiders sign up there. And then also the Raiders 60th anniversary picture over there uh, with, with numerous autographs uh, from the Raiders. That's all from our, our, our good buddy Ruben in Vegas. Ruben got that Welcome to Vegas, Welcome to Las Vegas Raiders sign the day they did the groundbreaking, man. So super cool. Uh, super thankful to him uh, for those very kind gifts. And of course, always, most importantly, the contribution to the show. And um, so, yeah, I think what Ruben said there now, it, now we're out a couple of weeks or a week plus anyways from the Hudson um, trade that we thought might be at first a release. I think it, again, like what I kind of detailed earlier about um, uh, about Andre James and, and and also Nick Martin. Like now, it makes a little bit more sense. But yeah, I think he clearly details exactly what it felt like to us as Raider Nation when we cracked open our Twitter accounts or whatever else and saw that the Raiders were um, were moving on from Rodney Hudson. That was that was definitely strange. Um, but yeah, I think ultimately I, you heard me say it earlier, Ruben. Uh, I hope and, and and I'll just quickly revisit it. Um, I think ultimately it makes sense. It makes sense from I gotta you gotta remember the the business side of this thing is that there's a value. Right there's an on the field value and there's a monetary value and you have to adhere to both of those things and you have to equate them to what uh, presents the most value underneath the salary cap and so with the acquisition of of Martin and already the resigning of James I think it, it starts to make sense the long term play that you have now have a youth movement at that position and look Derek Carr is not going to be 30 until this year so he you know very very realistically could be the Raiders quarterback for another four to eight years, right? Like he's going to be around for a minute. So now you pair him up with the second long-term center for him to work with. So I think that makes sense. All right. Uh, all right. Let's go to our buddy, Stacy Ruff Raider. Love hearing from Stacy. So uh, this is uh, Stacy Ruff Raider. Getting your call back. Uh, it's been a while. Um, so I'm sitting here watching the Avengers Endgame. And uh, a little girl comes up to Thanos at the very end and goes, so how's free agency going? Thanos says, hey, I got a defensive end. She says, what did it cost you? He goes, our entire defense offensive line. Are you serious? How do you have the nerve to walk up and ask Hudson to take another, not just a pickup, another pickup 
after you just signed him to a huge contract. Seriously, two years in a row, no wonder he wanted to get out. What? Until Gruden can actually get a win in December, I'm out. Seriously. I'll be a Raider fan, but this is not a Raider team. This is ridiculous. This is destroying our Raiders. Are you so pissed off about the gut roll? I don't know. Something has to happen. This is ridiculous. Gruden, you're done. Put him on the hit list. Thanks, Capo. Bye. Oh, my gosh, man. So, yeah, so there you go. That's how a lot of us were feeling, man. Uh, hear the frustration. It was a, it was a, a weird day uh, when, when, when it was announced that we were moving on from Rodney Hudson. And so I love it. He says, like Thanos, right? What did it cost? What did it cost? Everything. Everything. So, you know, that made me think, you know, you know, I, I, I tend to go off the rails a little bit at times. And uh, so when you start bringing up Thanos and John Gruden in the same sentence, it started to make me think. Now, Mosh isn't here tonight. I was going to ask Mosh to play a little game with me to guess if the comments were John Gruden or if they were Thanos. So because here, because Mosh doesn't know Thanos, he doesn't know Marvel movies. So I was going to have him guess which is which. So that line, what did it cost? Everything. All right, so you guys are familiar with that. All right, so I'm going to give you, chat room, let's play along. Chat room, you, you play along with me. Is this Thanos or is this John Gruden? I know what it's like to lose. Feel so desperately that you're right. Yet to fail, nonetheless. All right. I know what it's like to lose, to fail so desperately, but know that you're right nonetheless. What do you think, chat room? Is that Thanos or is that John Gruden? All right, here we go. I'm going to give you another one. Is this Thanos or is this John Gruden? Obviously, we only have a few days left. We're running out of time. Running out of players. All right, only a few days left. We're running out of time. We're running out of players. Is that John Gruden or is that Thanos? How about another one? Let me give, give you another one here. When I'm done, happy. The offensive line will still be alive. When I'm done, only half the offensive line will still be alive. When I'm done, happy. The offensive line will still be alive. Is that Thanos or is that John Gruden? Here's another one. We had no answer today, and uh, we better find some answers. And, and as soon as I'm done here, we'll start searching. All right. Better find some answers. When I leave here, we'll start searching. All right. I'll give you another one. Is this Thanos or John Gruden? Actually... I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. And now it's here. Or should I say, I am. <laughs> I love the chat room. You guys are the best. Keep guessing. All right. Now here's Mike Mayock and maybe... John Gruden or Thanos? You tell me. I told you. You'd die for that. You should have gone for Arden Key. Who is that? Is that John Gruden or is that Thanos? I don't know, man. It's close. It's real close. All right, let's go. <laughs> 
get back to the voicemails. So Stacy Rough Raider, call us back again. All right. It's been about a week. This is Stacy Rough Raider. Come back at you. <sighs> I've closed the window. I've backed off the ledge. All right. We'll see what happens. Maybe we had the way overpriced offensive line. Time to get a little cheaper somewhere. Hopefully we don't lose a lot of talent. Got to put more talent on the other side of the ball. Yada, yada, yada. I get it. But, man, do they want somebody? Hey, I'll run through a brick wall for this team. I actually have the police support to prove it. Anyway, uh, get back at you. So, uh, yeah. Go Raiders. <laughs> I love it, man. I love it, Stacy, man. We appreciate you. And I love this line. I don't know if you caught it, but he goes, I would run for a wall from this team, and I have the police report to prove it. <laughs> That's fantastic. Oh, my gosh. See that? But there you go. Like, once the shock of the Hudson thing kind of wore off, like, you know, like it started to make sense to us. Uh, so anyways, appreciate Stacy Rough Raider. He, uh, I love the, so a lot of the comments in the, uh, in the, in the chat, uh, you know, putting up with my freaking John Gruden and Thanos thing. Uh, somebody says, he was wrong. The main said Trent Brown has a cameo as Fat Thor. <laughs> Absolutely. I love what, uh, what does Rocket tell him? You think he tells him, uh, uh, let me see if I can find it right here. Let me see if I find, it, find this on the fly. Um, there we go. You look like melted ice cream. There you go. That's what the Raiders said to Trent Brown. You look like melted ice cream. All right. Uh, so appreciate Stacy Rough Raider. All right. One more to get to, and then we're out of here for the night. Uh, appreciate you all. Thank you for putting up with the silliness and the frivolity here at the end. Um, so we good good to hear from our buddy Stacy Rough Raider. One more to hear from, and then we're going to award the uh, Sizzler Award. So definitely chat room. Let me know what your favorites were. Uh, and to close out the night, good friend of the show, made man, awesome contributor, Houston Raider Steve. Murph Moss, Flag Jag, Made Man, Made Woman Nation. Hey, Houston Raider Steve here. Well, I tell you what, I was uh, kind of disappointed when we gave up uh, Rodney Hudson, but we got a third-round pick for him. We got a fifth for Gabe Jackson. We restructured the contract of Incognito, Littleton, Kyle and all, the, and Mariota, and some other Raiders. I like what we did. We did defensive tackles, defensive ends, running back, two centers, one from the Texans. The future bright, got to wear shades. Hey, Trent Brown. We don't care anymore. We don't care anymore. We don't care what you say. We didn't need you much anyway. Anyway, great show. Futures look bright. We've got to wear shades. Hey, Murph, this is going to be a great draft. Look forward to it. Nation, goodbye. Awesome, Houston Raiders. Oh, wait a minute. I wait a minute. Let's listen to the, the tag on Steve's call there again. Steve was at work. Steve, that's dedication and commitment. Now, there you go. Now, there's a guy who deserves a sizzler right there. He's taking time out of work to dip out and to call the show. Thank you, Houston Raiders, Steve. That's incredible, dude. <laughs> Michelle Sweat says she was hoping for some singing. I, I was hoping for some singing too, but man, to cap it off with a freaking, with a sneaky work call, like that's amazing. All right, so, all right, chat room, tell me what you got. All right, I'm going I'm to give you the rundown. 
So this is for the for the Sizzler. Uh, Kill Jada says he's off to, uh, to go work out. Good for you, man. Good job. Uh, talk to you later. Good to see you uh, in the chat room tonight. He says, aho, ha, he, ha, ho, ho. Aguilar, why'd you leave? Catch y'all later. Bye. See you, Kill Jadis, man. Uh, Kill Jadis, call the show, man. We miss hearing uh, your freaking uh, Macho Raider Savage. Um, all right, emailers tonight. Daniel Mangus, Tida Raider, Grampy and Granny Raider, B-Dog in a Pasture. Paul doesn't, doesn't he, Paul emailed, of course, but he's not eligible for a sizzler. Then you're in your voicemails. Capo is not eligible. So you had Ruben in Vegas, Stacy Rough Raider, and Houston Raider Steve. So what do you think there, Raider Nation? Well, who's the, who's the best? Um, uh, what the heck? So got, got some dude in there going, spamming it. Okay, who's the best? Who gets a sizzler? Who's the best uh, uh, tonight? We got, we got uh, Daniel, Tider Raider, Grampy Raider, and Granny Raider, B-Dog, Ruben in Vegas, Stacy Ruff, or Houston Raiders Steve. All right, so uh, let's see, watch these votes come in there. So I can see one for B-Dog, uh, one for Tider Raider, one for Steve. One for Stacy. Oh my gosh. Okay. You, got, you guys gotta gotta drill it down here, man. Let me let me see some multiples coming in here. We got what got we got one each. We got a four-way tie here. Um Jesse says call from work guy. I, I'm with that. That's Houston Raiders Steve. Tie to Raider. Uh somebody named Paul should be the Sizzler, says says the big easy. Paul can't win it. Paul's the Sizzler scorekeeper. He can't win it. Um Stacy, there's another one for Stacy. All right, give me one more Stacy, and I think we're going to make the call that I'm probably going to be Stacy Rough Raider. What do you guys think? One more for Stacy in there? Come on. Oh, there's another one for Steve. Oh, my gosh, it's coming down to, to Steve and Stacy. Let's see. Let me give, me, give, me, give me a couple more in there, chat room. Let's go. Let's go. What do we got? The Big Easy says, well, we could split it. This wouldn't be the first. Oh, there's a Tider Raider says Steve. Too many damn rules. The Big Easy said, all right, let's give it to let's give it to Houston Raiders, Steve. Congratulations. Oh, oh wait a minute, but now three Stacys came in. That's sorry. At the, you arrived at the podium. You were on your way to accept your award, Houston Raiders, Steve. I'm so sorry. It is now gone to stay. Oh, look at all the Stacys flooding in now. All the flooding, uh, all the votes for Stacy Rough Raider. Congratulations, Stacy Rough Raider. You have won this week's Sizzler Award. I am the Sizzler. 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 We are Metallica and we are here for your Oakland Raiders! You know why we are here and we ain't playing around today! From the Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. pulled a steve harvey i did i gave it to you know what houston raider steve man you're a sizzler in my book okay you're all you're the you're a perma sizzler man you, you are such a good friend of the show and such an amazing contributor but yeah the chat room like it came flying in a bunch of stacy's so look it's not like he, steve has never won before steve's won a bunch of these things so i don't think anyone feels sorry for him but, and, and, and you know we love you steve but yeah congratulations to stacy and i'm sorry for going steve harvey on you guys oh my gosh that was too fun man so all right thank you all so very very much um uh, before i play the outro music even i want to oh, i want to really 
um, take a minute to, to express our gratitude um, to Capo, to Tider Raider, D the Sun, Raider Rich, Big Easy, Franklin83, Tyrone Graves, Cody, OA, and Michelle with the freaking incredible donations tonight via the Super Chat. As you all know, 100% of that money goes to the One Nation Foundation, and we are so thankful to represent um, this portion of Raider Nation and to be able to give a significant uh, donation to the Bolitnikoff Foundation that will in turn um, foster Tracy's place of hope and, and rehabilitate some young women that, that desperately need it. So thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Thank you so much. We appreciate I cannot... The, the the beautiful thing about this show is 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 the is Raider Nation. It's the RFR listeners. Um, your gratitude and your, and your graciousness and your support is overwhelming. And thank you very very much for that. Um, you guys are the are the freaking the absolute best there is. Um, Tider Raider with another freaking donation in there. My gosh, thank you, thank you, Tider Raider. Um, so incredible, man. Uh, Michelle Sweat says thanks for another great selfie, Murph. Absolutely. Um, you're absolutely welcome, and, and thank you for supporting us, Michelle. Thank you for that freaking $100 donation. Thank you for the ship. Thank you for the constant support of, of what we do here. Thank you, Big Easy. Thank you, Michelle uh, Ragsdale in there. Per- thank you, Aaron Q-Dog Raider, Jesse Correa. Um, let's see. Uh, Tidal Raider is in there. Uh, uh, who else we got in there? B-Dog is in there. The Big Easy is in there. Ron the Moderator. Thank you, Ron, for ma- moderating every week. Sugar Shane is in there. Jeremy Schutz is in there. I appreciate all of you all. And uh, hey, win some stuff. Get free stuff. All you got to do, tell a buddy of yours to subscribe to the channel because the next 300 subscribers to get us to 3,000 is going to win this Josh Jacobs autographed spotlight picture. It's 11 by 14. It's huge. It will look gorgeous framed and hanging up in your, uh, in your, in your whatever, your, your room or your house, your cave. Uh, and then also go to that Belenikov video to win a jersey. All you got to do is comment on it, and I'm going to pick a random winner to win this um, this replica jersey. And if you donate to the One Nation Foundation at onenationfoundation.net, for every ten dollars you donate, we're going to en- enter that uh, as a, as a like a, uh, an entry, and we're going to pick a, a random winner to win an autographed Fred Belenikov jersey. So. Thank you all very much for the way you support us. Thanks for being part of this tonight. Next time we see you live from the fan cave, you're going to see real people here in the fan cave. We're going to actually like return to semi-normalcy. So I cannot wait for that because everybody will be protected and, and vaccinated at that point. Everyone's safe. My boo, Max, myself, Mosh, Swago, Jeff, Sonny. Uh, look forward to Cody maybe joining us. I'm going to play the intro again because I got a lot to say. This I cannot wait for the way that this is all going to open up. Thank you for all the patience that you all have had with us here at Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you for what you've done to stay committed to getting us all back to normal. And man, I can't cannot wait to see it. We got the draft coming up soon. We got the Hall of Fame coming up soon. Man, it's going to be a lot of fun this summer. Great time to be a Raider fan. Love you guys. Love you, Raider Nation. Have a great night. Peace. Sorry, Mojo, but rules are rules. And if we don't follow them, we'd be French. (laughs) That's hilarious, Paul. (laughs) When you need to work quickly and confidently across different apps and platforms, consistent quality communication is key. Whether you're writing documents, emails, or presentations, you need Grammarly. It's an AI writing partner that helps you get your work done faster with better writing. 
It's always there to help because it works where you work, across 500,000 apps and websites, so you can get more done no matter where you're writing. Grammarly is the gold standard of responsible AI, trusted by millions of professionals for 15 years. It gives you personalized writing suggestions based on your audience, goals, and context, plus tone suggestions to help you navigate even the most difficult work conversations. 96% of users agree Grammarly helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Grammarly. Easier said. Done. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.